Why would you do that? We're in the end game now. Everyone, welcome to another episode of Pop Culture Rewind. I am your host Travis, and this is Chris, and I'm X. Oh, we got wait. There's three what? of us now. Okay, this <laughs> truly, this truly is the end game. I guess. <laughs> Avengers. Wait, nobody snapped a finger yet. So yeah, yeah. Avengers yeah. assemble right. Jesus. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Avengers are all about bringing every character you can get into one place. Although I'm surprised yeah. that the two of you are even willing to record today. Isn't it like a national holiday for you guys? The Rock's birthday. Is the Rock's birthday? <laughs> Man, we're dropping the ball. <laughs> I thought you guys would be celebrating that. Okay. Nah. Oh. We're in Texas. We celebrate Steve Austin's birthday. Oh, yes. Yeah. Stephen yeah. F. Austin? Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> Learned all about every it. March, every March 16th. Yeah. I'm so sad that you know that. Mm. Okay. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, we have a... Theoretically, a great show for you. <laughs> On paper, apparently, someone apparently. has a lot of paper. Yeah, <laughs> we have. Uh, so, Endgame just came out. If, in case you're the one person who hasn't seen it, this movie has been just like shattering records like crazy in record time, and um, <laughs> shattering records in record time. <laughs> yeah, see what it did there. <laughs> So naturally, the first episode that I put up after that was uh, Shazam. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, That's what we did. So I figured, uh, hey, you know what? Uh, that wasn't bad timing on my part. That was just us uh, giving the fans time to uh, watch the movie, mm-hmm. uh, or offer an alternative. Yeah, they don't want to. Yeah, because too busy watching a feeling. Watch, you know, doing an in-game episode the week of in-game coming out. That's. It's easy stuff, so we just decided to wait a week. That's what we're doing. If you can't stay up late until midnight, or if you can't wake up early at seven. At one of the forty-five daily showings of uh, of Endgame, man, you went. You went right, exactly. You you saw it first, I think, right, Chris? You saw mm-hmm. it. You saw it Thursday night. Thursday, six forty. Six forty with the family. Took my nephews, and my yeah. sister. Yeah. yeah, I was planning on waiting to see it. I really was, but um, I work with a couple of millennial kids um, who were just talking nonstop about it, leading up to it. And I was like, no. they're going to ruin it for uh, Yeah, I'm not taking the chance, motherfucker. No. Um, I'm, so I, like, last second, I found a ticket at, at the local Cinemark. What time? 7.15 in the morning. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I oh, went in late you that were day, t- so. Okay, really quick, let's just get it out of the way. Spoiler alert, we're going to be spoiling the movie. Okay, oh, yeah. there, that's done. Yeah. You mentioned yeah. you saw something on Facebook yeah. that ruined it for you. What was it specifically? Okay, so now that you said spoiler alert, some asshole last minute had a, a, a gif of Tony snapping his fingers and oh. things dusting away. Oh, that's... Oh. That's it? That's it. Well, no, because mine was worse. I my, I got spoiled like two hours before I saw it oh. on Thursday. Yeah. And it was like this chick in a Wonder Woman bikini gif. And I, clicked, the, and I clicked on the gif because I'm a horny ass dude. <laughs> and then I just saw Tony go like that. And then I was going... Ugh. That's it. That's the one I saw. Oh, really? Because when By I was... the same guy? 
Probably. By Brandon? I unfriend- motherfucker. I, I unfriended him. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, see, see, this is an advantage of not being on Facebook or Instagram or any of that stuff. I was like, I don't have to worry about any of that. Unfortunately, like the night before, I saw it like Tuesday. The night before, <laughs> I was like, I, I can avoid spoilers. So, you know, I'm by myself. I'm about to tuck one out. I go to this website. And, you know, people can upload adult movies. Somebody just uploaded a random movie. But the title of it was Tony Stark Dies at the End by Using the Infinity Gauntlet. That was just the title of it. So you just saw it. And I was like, what? Like, of all the places to get spoiled. <laughs> Fortunately, all I saw was Tony Stark die, and I just looked away. I didn't read the Infinity And I kind of figured he would die anyway. Yeah. So of all the spoilers. Yeah. But, so, but you realized he was going to do the snap and everything. So that sucks. So are we all in agreement that we kind of all got spoiled <laughs> before we saw it? I mean, the bigger question is, did the spoiler affect your outcome? Like, did it bum you out knowing already how it was going to go down? Um, a little bit. Because in that last, in the big fight scene, which we'll get to later on, I mean, there was a big uh, hot potato for that Infinity Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I know where it's going. Like, I already know. Like, I know how this is going to turn out. But Wait, so you, I mean, all I saw was this Tony Stark die, and I looked away. And I, like I said, I already figured it, but... You saw an image of Tony with all the yes. Infinity on his armor. So, yeah. I mean, that's something but different. But they, had edited, they yeah. had edited the video to where the one second Tony snaps his fingers and the next second Thanos is disintegrating. Right. There's a whole bunch in the middle right. to even before. But that's the this, important this, part. I mean, you don't care that his army goes away. Just, you know, yeah, they defeat yeah. Thanos. I mean, yeah. that's just... But when, like, when Tony, random, I'm gonna have a lot of these random questions. When Tony like grabs him, and then and he he pushes Tony away, and he's like, snap, nothing happens, and all of the stones are gone from his glove. When did t- Tony learn close up street ma- magician magic? I mean, he like grabs him for a second, and <laughs> takes all this. I'm surprised when he looks at Tony. Tony was like, "Are you looking for this?" And he holds up Thanos's watch, <laughs> like he stole it off of him or something. Like, when did Tony? Because I mean, that's some sneaky shit. That's emotions eleven. Just takes six stones really fast off the glove. Yeah, and I did when I watched it. I went back uh, the second when I watched it the second time. Uh, I, I tried to. I was watching the hand. I was watching when Tony was grappling with them. I was like, uh, "No, I don't. I don't see anything." That's some Penn and Teller shit, man. Yep. Yeah. It's a little uh, eyes uh, deception there. Oh, um, before we move forward with more in depth of in game, we um, already spoiled it. Well, I mean, we're going to... We, like, literally jumped to the end. (laughs) Yeah. No. But the end of Endgame, yeah. Um, And old-ass Captain America. (laughs) Now we can... Okay. So, um, we'll take a pause real quick here. uh, Take some time out. Um, Unfortunately, there was a couple of untimely passings uh, today, as a matter of fact, and then a couple days ago, uh, director uh, John Singleton passed away... um, kind of quick how that happened man he had a he had a stroke and then the stroke put him in a coma and then they took him off life support like right after that so it was like bam 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 just all of a sudden so um and then also uh just recently just like a few hours ago peter mayhew chewbacca he passed away mm-hmm. so uh pretty rough week for pop culture uh icons i guess well one of them and then one a really famed director uh john singleton yeah uh, even if boys in the hood was the only movie he'd ever mm-hmm. made you know that's a loss because that's a fantastic yeah. film and he directed my favorite fast and the furious movie 
<laughs> too fast, too furious. And I'm not even hey, trying to be funny. Like we got Jack Dostito, <laughs> we got Tyrese out of it, right? <laughs> yeah, th- yeah, that was one part I could have. And Luda. It's, it's not even it's my favorite. It's just like that's the one I've probably seen more than any other Fast and the Furious movie because it used to just come on cable all the time. Mm-hmm. Every other weekend on USA. Yes. I remember. And, I remember. And it's one of those movies, if it's on, you'll just leave it there. So I've seen that movie way more yeah. than I should have. <laughs> and I like it. Yeah. Side note, the uh, unused opening, the alternate opening that's on the DVD, mm-hmm. that's much better than the opening we got. Yeah. But that's beside the Of like Brian going across the country and shit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> so sad I know that. Tangent okay. number one. <laughs> one of many. Uh, but yeah, man, Boys in the Hood, Too Fast, Too Furious. Uh, what has it got? Poetic Justice, Higher Learning. Uh, higher Learning, I thought it was so brilliant when I was a kid. And then when you watch yeah. it now, you're like, shut up, you fucking college kids. You think you don't know anything about life. They're so stupid. Really? I haven't seen it in years, though. <laughs> it does not hold up. It's basically 18-year-olds really? acting like they oh. have a clue. <laughs> it doesn't hold up. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, of course, uh, Peter Mayhew, uh, Chewbacca. I mean, what else is there to say about Chewbacca? I mean... <laughs> Touche. That right was beautiful, there. man. <laughs> <laughs> that was, oh, thank you. All right. Um, I mean, okay, nothing, but, you said it all. All right. <laughs> but I just wanted to uh, I'd be remiss if we didn't mention that. Yeah, uh, pour out our you know, 40 on, episode, on the floor. So. Yeah. All right. So, is there anything left in the bottle for the last episode of Game of Thrones that we did at Jazair? Did you watch? You watch Game of Thrones, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't really want to get into Game of Thrones right now. Okay, that's just that's I a big, mean, that's I mean, a big that's, can of worms right there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if there's a fitting episode of death. <laughs> Endgame, these two guys, or darkness. Well, well, yeah, darkness. like I told Travis, I didn't see Infinity War until like Tuesday, but there I am Sunday night, all smug, thinking like it's a good time to be a Stark. How <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> little I knew. Oh. <clears throat> But yeah, that yeah, that's a whole. The funny other... thing is, you said that I didn't know if you were being ironic or not. Like, I didn't know if it's just a statement or not. Anyway, okay. So, oh, um, also next weekend or this weekend, depending on when you're listening to this, Comic Palooza, weekend of the tenth, uh, eleventh, uh, twelfth, right? Yes, yes. Over here in uh, Houston in the George R. Brown Convention Center, um, I believe it will just be you and me, Chris. Yeah. Okay. And, and whoever decides to show up live to listen and participate. Now, last episode on the Shazam episode, I, we mentioned that the time was Saturday at uh, 10, 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. We actually got uh, moved around a little bit. Now we're that same day as Saturday, but we're at 4 p.m. In the, in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So oh, that's going to a little bit better. Yikes. There's more people there. I was going to yeah. say, that's the thick of it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm actually kind of excited for that, actually. Yeah. People are starting to get tired. They're starting to get grumpy. <laughs> they don't need a place to sit. Yeah. I'll mm-hmm. have a can of body spray. No. Yeah. 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 We'll make friends. <laughs> so, um, and just to recap, uh, we're going to do just a little MCU. Marvel Madness. Yeah, a little yep. Sweet yeah. 16 uh, yeah. tournament breakdown, tournament bracket. Uh, you should, like, tweet the, the bracket. Uh... Oh, we are. I'm, okay, I'm in the process of, of making it right now. We're, I'm making a graphic for it. Yeah, yeah they're making up, a, but... a, a they're going to make a bracket similar to what they use in the WNBA, so it's going to be good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we, we figured we would be fair. Or NBA, I don't know why. So. <laughs> <laughs> I figured we would be fair and give uh, Endgame another week end at the box office to see what it does domestic before we do the final total right now it's already at fifth overall 427 million domestic like of all and time that's without this weekend coming up 
of out of all the uh, Marvel movies that are oh, okay. the MCU. domestic, yeah, domestic. domestic. Oh, okay. yeah. I got some. I actually, I got some numbers. We'll we'll go over uh, after yeah. we get done talking about the actual movie itself. Travis is hoping that goes up because he doesn't want to put. Uh, he doesn't have to decide. There's right now. I did a. I did. I was messing around with the brackets last night, um, <laughs> and I don't like how the first round's coming out right now. Wait, are you yeah. building it off their numbers, off their box office numbers? Yeah, well, the oh. seeding. Yeah, so Black Panthers got 700 million, so that's the top seed, number one seed. The 16th seed off the bracket uh, before Endgame was Ant Man and the Wasp. Now, since Endgame got kicked in, Ant Man and the Wasp got kicked out. So Doctor Strange is the 16th seed. So Black Panther versus Doctor Strange in the first round. His bone of contention right now is Infinity War against Captain America: The Winter Soldier. As which one's the better movie? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want. I don't want that in the first round. <laughs> I want that in the second round at least. Yeah. Give me a round first before I have to choose one. That is oh, a toss man. up. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bringing back old memories, old feelings from mm. the times we used to do the brackets. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. So that's going to be uh, Comic Palooza, Houston, uh, May 11th. So mm-hmm. come check us out. Uh, go to comicpalooza.com. Uh, get your tickets. You see the scheduling and everything else like that. They got some uh, pretty good guests there too. So um, come check it out if you're in the area. So. Okay. Yeah, go meet Amelia Clark. I hear she's like this tall in real life. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can't because she's already sold out. Oh, wow. Shocker. Surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But you pay half price since it's just half of her. What? Since she's that tall, you only pay half price. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So, Avengers Endgame. Yes. All right. Finally. All right. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's only 15 minutes of the episode. Yeah. It's actually pretty good for us to actually get yeah. into the topic. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, I figure we would start off by just kind of going over some of the things that we like the most, like either moments or characters or s- scenes or you know whatever that stood out uh, as we're watching the movie. Um, you want to go first? Who wants to go first? Let X go first. Okay. Well, I oh oh positive. Okay, let me check my notes. <laughs> let me check my notes. Uh, positive and that's negative. No, I said I hated that. Uh, I know I got something positive in here to say. Okay. <laughs> There's something I wanted to pose to both of you. Um, okay. What was your favorite uh, Back to the Future 2 moment where they're playing with the timeline, where they're doing something that you couldn't do with normal storytelling, okay. jumping back into the series, or, or, or whatever cheat? What was the moment where you appreciate, where you almost forgot that we're doing a fucking time travel movie and you just forgot because you enjoyed that scene so much, that moment? Um, you want, I mean, okay, let me take start it out with mine. The... Okay, you got one. Okay, all right. Okay. okay. Well, mine was Tony talking to his dad. <laughs> not not the scene in the lab where he's like Howard Potts, uh, Tony stammering. I didn't like that. And yeah. I was almost worried at first because Howard's like, uh, "Hey, nice to meet you, Potts. Want to come and ride the elevator?" I thought he was being so nice. I thought he suspected he was a spy and he was luring him mm-hmm. into a trap. I need yeah. to go watch it again because it took me a while to be like, "Oh, Howard's really just being a nice guy." And and Tony seeing his dad be a nice guy and they start talking about being a dad and becoming a dad and Tony gets all this closure and he's like, I always thought my old man was a hard ass and he got this closure in his life that he never could have had. And, and he, and then he awkwardly hugs Howard at the end. He gives him like that weird Voldemort hug. It's like, okay, <laughs> I, I don't know that, that the, the Tony Howard scene was great. Couldn't have happened any other way unless you're playing with time travel. And then he goes to the car and there's Jarvis a little bit of love for the mm-hmm. agent Carter TV show. Jarvis is standing there and 
I don't know. That whole scene, I got a little bit of Niagara Falls, Frankie Angel. And it is, uh, emotionally, I mean, it's it's closure for Tony. I mean, he, he got to say thank you to his dad. Yeah. I mean, uh, just, I got a little of my own thing going on right now because of that scene with my own yeah. life. But, yeah, that scene kind of got me right here in yeah, the feels. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what you just said about Jarvis being there, that was, I think, that's, that's got to be, like, one of the first nods to the TV sh- like, any TV show. Mm-hmm. To Agent Carter, at least, yeah. They've, yeah. I mean, I t- that was... I didn't think much of it the first time I saw it, but like afterwards, I was like, holy shit, they actually referenced, because the only time that we've seen Jarvis is on the TV show. He's never been in the MCU. Yeah. So I thought that was a nice uh, a nice nod it's there. time to bring everybody um, in on this movie, yeah. Except for Coulson. Okay, so... Um, what about that, you? That... <laughs> Man. <clears throat> I don't know. If, I don't want this to sound like a negative, but this movie, that's a prime example of this movie. This is not for casuals. Like, for example, this is not the time for you to start watching Game of Thrones. You're done. Go away. Like, this movie is not for the casual person well, yeah. going out on yeah. a date. So you're, the Tony payoff with his dad, that's nice if you're just sitting there putting up with it because you're, you're going to get some V later or whatever on a date. Great. But as a person that's watched all 21 <laughs> movies up to this point, you have the investment of, holy crap, Tony Stark in Iron Man in, um, in Civil War was mad at Winter Soldier because he killed his mother. He didn't reference his dad because he hated his dad's guts. So when you have the past in your head, you can appreciate the scene where Tony's like, "Hey, this guy's not a dick after all." Like, I could have enjoyed this if I didn't. If I well, didn't. even even that. I mean, going way back to Iron Man two, you know, when he's uh, watching all his old, old uh, film reels. Mm-hmm. I mean, with with his dad and everything. I mean, he we've seen what kind of relationship that he has with his dad throughout most of the MCU, mm-hmm. more or less. Um, I think Civil War was another one where they had that flashback where he, he, they de-aged them all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, there's that. And yeah, it's you could say that this is the same thing for uh, Infinity War. We can say for Endgame, it's this. This is not for a casual viewer. This is for us. Payoffs for the the fans that have been here since day one. But the thing about the MCU, is there even such a thing as a casual viewer? I mean, in 10 years, almost Uh, everybody has seen the majority of the movies, or at least the Iron Man movies. He's the most popular one. You know, maybe maybe they didn't get out and see Ant-Man and Wasp, but they've seen the Iron Man movies, you know? Yeah. I don't even know if there even is such a thing as a cat who sees this. This is the... This is not. This is nobody's first MCU movie. <laughs> nobody just brings a date. Nobody brings a date to Endgame having never even heard of Marvel. But who hasn't heard of Marvel though? Yeah. Like it's one thing of hearing of Marvel, but if you're not a big, if you're not a fan of comic book movies, or if you're not a fan of sci-fi, or hey, you know what? After two movies every year, you're kind of you might be just sick of hearing the word Marvel, or you're a DC person, or you just. Or that's not your style, you know. I I know a well, then lot. Then you're not of going to see that, this movie opening week. Yeah. <laughs> well, unless unless you go with somebody. It's been else how much and, money? I'm not going to that. Yeah. I'm not going to find it, all it that. It has to suck, right? Um, but actually, that's a, that's a good point about uh, the who all knows about Marvel and the MCU and all that. Um, I'm going to save that for the actual when we're done with Endgame. Okay. There's a there's a question I'm going to pose to both of you about okay. the MCU just in general. Well, so. What was one of y'all's favorite time traveling moments? I did. I did like the the Tony scene, but I think for the movie itself and just the fun aspect of it, I think I got to go with the Avengers scene. G, could you narrow that down? <laughs> yeah, um, G, that scene with the Avengers in it—it it was awesome. Yeah, loved it. Yeah, fair enough. 
Okay, the flashback scene. <laughs> the movie's uh, called Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it just when uh, when uh, Tony's back there and he's kind of spying on the the Avengers from the first movie, and we see like a different point of view perspective of when Loki gave up and they captured him and all other stuff. That was so. I mean, obviously, it felt like to me they're going reminiscently for uh, Back to the Future Part Two. But this one scene in particular just felt like that. You know, it felt like the prom scene uh, from Back to the Future Part 2 where we see the, stuff, the same stuff from the first movie. Yeah. But it's just in a different perspective, different point of view, but we're seeing the same hits that we were familiar with. And it was just fun. And for me, it was just fun to, to, to see how they interacted and how they changed. Even, um, you know, whenever Hulk came busting out of the door and knocked down Tony, that reminded me of uh, when... Uh, Marty came out and pushed the door on the other Marty. You know, that's what that reminded me of, you know? I didn't even so, think about that. Um, what bugged me is they didn't give Loki that drink. I was I was hoping, like, I'm going to see what Loki drinks, and they never give him the drink. I was like, aw. Because they showed the scene from the angle. I have that drink now. Yeah. Yeah. And they showed why they shut his mouth, because at the end yeah. of the Avengers movie, when he gets taken back to um, Asgard, he has the, the mouth right, right. brace or whatever. And, of course, the, the question of – I guess it's still uh, an answered question right now – where did Loki go? We'll get to that. Well, no, I mean, we, why, why do we have to? I mean, I don't know. He's going to get his own show, but yeah, does Loki now exist in a separate timeline, or is he still in our time? Because he he disappears with the he gets sent off. I know not where with the Tesseract in his new show. <laughs> the fact that he's sporting a fucking Infinity Stone is that going to be a mm-hmm. plot point? Because if it is, I'm really tired of these Infinity Stones. I'm ready to just leave them behind. <laughs> but you can't not address the fact that he's sporting the stone. From what I heard, the whole Loki show is supposed to be an animated thing of him jumping through different points in history. What? Changing Quantum it. Loki? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> Quantum Loki. Yeah. Huh. Uh, that could be good or bad. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's Loki. I'm on board. It's yeah, Tom yeah, Hiddleston. Yeah, but it's Tom Hiddleston's going to be doing the voice. So. Yeah. Is, it, wait, is it animated? From I, That's something I read, but hell, that could change. <laughs> I thought the only animated one was the What If series, which I'm definitely looking forward to that. Yeah. But, uh, huh, okay, well. So I'm going to bounce off of both of your guys' experiences, the way you, especially you, explaining your, your, your pick. Because, again, for someone that listened to last week's episode, if uh, anybody needs any more ammunition to why I shouldn't be on this podcast, I have never seen Back to the Future Part 2. I don't know what the fuck either one of you guys are talking about. And that's exactly how I felt hearing you, the echoes of you two. Look at his yeah. face. <laughs> Bitter beer face. Um, watching War Machine laugh at Chris Pratt singing. You know, because in Guardians of the Galaxy 1, right. the intro, it's the tape intro, and he's just lip syncing. But... Yeah. You can't, you catch it from War Machine and um, War Machine's perspective that he's singing and he can't sing and he's like oh he's with Nebula right guy, he's an, yeah, 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 Nebula. yeah Nebula. Like, oh he's an idiot and then he get he they knock him out they take the key the little the pit lock pick to get into the room and just like you guys oh hey man this is the part of the movie where like all the spikes and skeletons come up from the ground it's gonna be dangerous you sure you want to go in like that and Nebula just walks in like no, nobody's business like like um. War Machine using his pop culture history to right. think that, oh, this is what's going to happen, and it didn't. <laughs> and like but a I, badass, I, she just like puts her hand in there yeah. and just like burns all this. Oh, that was yeah. pretty cool. I, I, <laughs> since y'all picked the other two, I'm picking that one. All right, cool. Okay. All right, so that's everybody's favorite time. Okay, uh, something else positive that we loved. Okay. Um, one of my favorite moments, I think, 
was uh, I gotta say Captain America being worthy. That was a cool moment, dude. I don't care what you said. That was, um, and you want to talk about payoffs? We I mean, go back to Avengers: uh, Age of Ultron when he just kind of was able to nudge the the, the hammer. Yeah, like a bit. millimeter. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, and then Thor saying, "I knew it." That, I mean, that was, and then besides the moment by itself, um, just the the fight nice. sequence after that, the way he was using the hammer and the shield together and all, dude. Yeah, yeah. that was then it came down to to the big three, if you will, of Cap. Thor yeah. and Iron Man were the three facing off. And I was kind of like, I mean, it makes sense thematically, the big three, but what's Iron Man going to do in this fight? <laughs> so they brought him up to Thanos' level by giving him Mjolnir, which was really yeah. cool. And there's that moment where they kind of switch off and Thor takes Stormbreaker. Like, no, you get the little one. <laughs> he gives him back <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really cool, really fun. And not only could he lift it, he's like summoning lightning and shit. Yeah. Like, damn, he's just, he's a pro all of a sudden. I, I guess... <laughs> I guess when you're worthy, you're really worthy. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, he's been, it comes he's with been watching Thor he's... do this for years, so, you know, he's yeah. like, yeah. If you've been watching it happen, I guess, you know, I don't know. And I and I, and I also like it, uh, the fact that he's using this against Thanos, when you go back to Infinity War, when Thanos goes to, uh, like, punch uh, Cap, and, like, he just holds his hand in place, and for a split second, you can see Thanos have a look on his face, like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Like, and that's and then, with all the stones. Yeah, that was with all the stones, and so seeing him now with, um, with the hammer and everything, dude. Uh, yeah, do you think awesome he was dude. actually <laughs> stopping Thanos, or was Thanos more amused? Like, I think it, a little, a little yeah, of both. A little of both. It's yeah, like when a little both. puppy's biting your ankle, and you're just like, oh, you know, because <laughs> he could have just then, he could have just broken Steve's both of his hands if he wanted to, you know. I, he I will kicked say this Hulk's about... ass like just hand to hand. I mean, he could have yeah. just killed Steve, but I think he was just more amused at this human gonna try and hold my fingers apart. I don't know that look on his face. But anyway, so, I think so, it was um, amused, not incredulous. But okay, okay. Well, so the one thing I do like uh, uh, about how they have Thanos in fight scenes is, yeah, he's. You know, he's powerful, strong, and all this other stuff. But at the same time, the way they do the fight choreographies, it doesn't seem like it's just totally one-sided. Mm-hmm. Um, I, again, on Infinity, in Infinity War, when they're um, on Titan, and yeah, it's taking like five of them, but they have a strategy, and they're actually wearing them down. They almost got the, the Infinity Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. This, the same thing on here. We see Thor, Cap, and, and, and Iron Man all teaming up, and it almost, I mean, it's it, it doesn't feel like he's just swatting them away like they're ants or something, you know? It's just... They, I, I think there's a nice balance <laughs> of how they, how, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, there's a nice balance of how they how they show how powerful he is, but how he's not totally invulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know that makes sense. So, what about you, Chris? Do you have a favorite uh, favorite moment or scene or anything? I mean, it took 11 years, 22 movies. Cap, Cap, Cap's getting <laughs> Cap's getting his ass beat. Daniels breaks the shield. Mm-hmm. Cap stands up, tightens up the shield, is ready to fight, and then uh, Steve on your six, on your left, and then everybody starts on your left. Everybody's showing up. Everybody, everybody's fucking showing up. <laughs> and then Cap just looks at, he looks around, grits his teeth, and he he says the line, oh, "Avengers assemble." Damn. Yes. That was pretty great seeing everybody. Even people you were yeah. like, like, when did uh, Pepper get armor? When did she learn how to? Howard the fucking duck. Yeah, yeah. he should have been there. Like, even, yeah, he was there. He was there. He, he was. was? There. Yeah. yeah, 
No, he wasn't. If you if you get I a chance it. if you get a chance to watch it again, one of the portals where the Ravagers come out, Howard the Duck is actually walking out with them. Oh, yeah. I, I, even, I saw. I read I the, the Ravagers were there. I didn't even see the. Like I said, there was so much. Your yeah. your, your <laughs> eyes are darting every which way, and you can't even take this, it all in. This is a, exactly this is a movie. Uh, you have to see it more than once. Yeah. Because just in this one scene, getting goosebumps just thinking about like. All those, like you said, everybody yeah. showing up, and like, it was just a, a massive epic scene to shit. see all. Of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and then um, Korg, I was just like, "Thank God, Korg is there." That's all I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped paying attention. Okay, Korg is there. That's all. and okay, Valkyrie shows up on a Pegasus. Where'd she get the Pegasus? Maybe it was in one Pegasus R Us. It wasn't. Uh, I mean, was it on the as they were leaving Asgard? I didn't see it. Was it on that ship? I didn't see it. Did they escape with it? I mean, Asgardians have been whittled from losing Asgard to going to the (laughs) ship to getting attacked to fleeing to Earth. All this shit they've been through, but they managed to hang on to a Pegasus. Where the fuck did that Pegasus come from? I call bullshit. I hate Valkyrie. Okay. Moving on. Oh. Woman hater. We're still focusing <laughs> on the woman. Okay. Uh, You're, we're going there? Let's go there. You want to go there. I can see it on your face. Okay. I, it's it's in my notes. Okay. There's this one. Th- well, oh, shit. It's just it's a whole other topic to start with. Okay. Captain Marvel's in this movie. Mm-hmm. Now. Uh, if really? You, I didn't know. We did a little bit of, of uh, uh, we did a Captain Marvel episode a few weeks ago. I go back and check that out. I'm not a fan of it. But I was very pleased to find out she's not in this movie a whole lot. And in the scenes that she is, she's given almost nothing to say. Mm -hmm. It's like the producers listen, oh my god, nobody likes this character. We're going to excise her from this story as much as possible. Only when the plot requires her to be in there. And she's barely even in it in the beginning. She saves Tony, and that's fine, because how else are you going to do it? She Mm -hmm. doesn't even say any word. And then she leaves for like a good chunk of the movie. And then there's a scene in the big battle where, where Thanos is getting – where Wanda's ripping Th- – first off, Wanda's showing up and going one-on-one with Thanos was really fucking good. That was another one of my top uh, top moments. I loved it. I love Wanda. I love how her eyes were just red because of her power yeah. because she's fucking angry. She's like, you took everything. She's ripping his armor, and he's helpless. And he's like and, – and Thanos starts throwing 20s, and he says, make it rain. And then the, the <laughs> spaceship starts shooting lasers down and everything. And then they all shift. And they start mm-hmm. shooting into the horizon, into the clouds. Right. Did anybody? Am I the one who thought it was going to be Nick Fury and a helicarrier? <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> I didn't think that, but uh, I did forget about Captain Marvel because, like, I, when I, I didn't, I, I well, totally like blanked her out of. I thought, who could it be? And then I thought oh, the first thing that popped in was Nick Fury because Samuel L. Jackson's got to show up. Everybody, how were the duck is in the scene? You're not going to throw Sam Jackson in the scene. So I thought it was going to be that. And instead, you see this light, and of course, it's it's Captain Marvel. And I'm like, oh, Captain Marvel, what are you doing here? And then she shows up, and she like blasts her way through the ship. I'm an Avenger, like and she does her thing. And, and and I'm not minding it. She's kicking some ass. And then there's that scene where Peter, who's playing like keep away with the with the Infinity Gauntlet, and he get, she's like give it to me, kid, and because she has to get it to the time machine van like a hundred yards mm-hmm. away. And he's like, I don't know how you're gonna make it through that. Like she literally just plowed through a spaceship. I, she should have no problem beating a few like monsters, but he says that line, 
So someone, I think it's Agoya, is like, don't worry, she has help. Dun, 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 dun. Every single feet. Fortunately, they were all within like 10 yards of that spot at the time of the fight. Mm-hmm. Every single yeah. female just shows up on the Pegasus. She's swooping in. Fucking Hope just materializes. That was kind of cool, though. But it was such a female empowerment money mm-hmm. shot, which... Which, which I can't even talk shit about because then I'm a I'm a he man woman hater. Uh, uh, Chris, what you think about it? <laughs> uh, you take it. <laughs> or did you like it? I don't know. I just I just thought it was too obvious on the nose. A mo- a movie like this, I can accept the fact that not everything's going to be geared towards me. Um. I know that there's an A force that exists of all women Avengers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that I comic see... got canceled because nobody bought it. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> that, well, that's a different rap for a different day. Um, I. It's not that I disliked that scene. I. This. Does, if you're trying to do uh, like women equality, that doesn't really help the situation. Yeah, you girls do your own little thing. Go away. Eh. No. The scenes that I liked was like, for example, rescue and Iron Man back to back, repulsor blasting shit. Yeah. Like they're equal. Pepper Scarlet is equal. Witch, yeah. almost tearing tearing apart Thanos. Yeah, like you didn't need the obligatory all all vaginas assemble. Yeah. Even- then again, <laughs> four four seats over. The there's a little ten year old girl that like jumped up and started screaming her ass off when she saw all the girls team up together. Mm-hmm. So I can understand why that scene's not for me. But what if so? That's why I try not to look too much into it. But me personally, I would have preferred to see more men and women together, like Ant Man and the Wasp or Rescue and Iron Man, mm-hmm. as opposed to let's just put all the girls together that really none of most none of them don't have powers anyway, right? And put them away it so was, they can feel it, like they're doing something. If like two or three or four even showed up. But like every single one was was happened to be in that exact moment, and I mean they did a little bit like that in Infinity War, where uh, Proxima Midnight is fighting Wanda, and she's like, "You will die alone," and and then Scarlet Witch like, "She's not alone," and Okoye is right next to her. So three of the chicks took down the one evil chick, and it was more contained, and I didn't mind that one right. as much. Yeah, but this one was like like this wow. one felt forced because like felt... there was like eight nine chicks there. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it was for no cool. reason. Like I, I don't know. Yeah, it'll make a good wallpaper on your laptop. You know, of all the female chicks, it's cool. You know, I did kind of like it, but it just did take me out of the moment for a minute. Like, okay, you're you're you're, you're preaching your little thing for a minute. That's cool. Yeah, it was fine. I shouldn't shit on it. <laughs> I I have nothing against. I hate guys. I love women. No, I do love women. <laughs> okay, I understood that reference. Yeah. All right. You were speaking of team-ups. You know what team-up I kind of... Or not just team-up, but scenes. Not even in the fight. I just wanted... I was really hoping for more Tony and Rocket scenes. Because mm-hmm. Tony's never seen Rocket. I would love to see where he sees a, a, a talking raccoon who's also smarter than him and every bit of sarcastic. I thought the scenes between them two would have been gold. It would have been the thing everybody's talking about when we left. And they got, like... In a montage, Rocket's like, like you're only a genius on this planet, Stock. And that was all we got. Literally the only mm-hmm. interaction. That kind of bummed me out that I didn't get any Tony Rocket scenes. He thinks he's a Build-A-Bear. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and that was it. I get emails from a raccoon. Nothing is weird anymore. <laughs> Everybody else got Rocket yeah. seats, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I... I'm gonna say there's a there's another positive for me. I, I I I may be in the minority on this one, but I liked Professor Hulk. I like Smart okay. Hulk. I like Professor Hulk. 
it yeah. gave uh, Mark uh, uh, Ruffalo a chance to do some more acting. Since Hulk is the only one in the movie, he doesn't have to go around saying Hulk smash. We got to get the charming Mark Ruffalo with the screen presence of a gigantic Hulk, which is mm. great. Yeah, I loved it. And I've been, ever since they were into the MCU, and I noticed how like comic accurate they were going and, and making it, they were bringing more comic elements into it. I was like, man, how cool would it be to, to see like a talking Hulk? Because in the history of like live action <laughs> Hulk, Hulk stuff, it's always been... It's always been Hulk, Hulk smash. smash. Yeah, it's Lou Ferrigno. The closest thing we got to might have been uh, Ragnarok at that point. Yeah, but in that, but that was broken English. That was like a four-year-old trying to talk. Yeah, yeah. and and I didn't catch it the first time around, but the second time I, I caught it, where he was saying that he spent after they realized they couldn't save everybody, he went into the lab for like eighteen months mm-hmm. and like just with the Gamma Labs and just went crazy and tried to figure out how to. Make it work. Yeah, he said he thought the Hulk was a disease, but now well, he's saw him as a cure. Yeah, so no, I just really like that stuff. he's giving selfies with the kids, and he goes, <laughs> he goes, say green, yeah, because you get, you get the sense he's done this dozens of mm. times. That's like his catchphrase, and he even has like a, yeah, he does some motion to the kids. It's like, Suppose. yeah, he's like a celebrity or yeah, <laughs> it was cool, and I, and I like that too. But that was one of the things I. Uh, that I kind of wanted to see more of. I know for pacing and everything else, you can't really do this, but I was just kind of want to see like uh, after the five year jump, like how much the world has changed uh, from everything. We got bits and pieces of it, like uh, this couple scenes, but that's about it. But like you were saying, like Hulk is already like almost a celebrity. Like how do they how do they know about Hulk? How do you know? It's just. But I know it's a time thing. I, you know, so I'm not mad about it. Yeah. I'm just saying it would have been nice to to. I like in that Back to the Future Two moment where they're in L.A. Or I'm sorry, they're in New York during the Avenger movie, <laughs> yeah. and he sees how Hulk <laughs> is just going crazy, smashing things. He has to sort of disguise himself as Hulk, and he takes yeah. his shirt off. He's like, I think it's gratuitous, but okay. And he's like, raw, like his heart's not in it, but he's smashing. I thought that was cute and funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like I, I like all the stuff with, with uh, Professor Hulk. But, uh... Do you have another positive, X? Um, Hawkeye's hair. <laughs> I just like to go okay. against the... the, the <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought it was fabulous. <laughs> Changed my mind. <laughs> Did you like him as, as Ronan? I, I liked him as Ronan. Yeah, that first scene where he's kicking ass and he, he, he kills Hiroyuki Sanada. And then when the first time we see his hair, he's in the rain. So hmm. it's all down you can't really get a sense that he's even got a new haircut i think it was that scene on voromir when him and nats are like no i'm gonna sacrifice no i'm gonna sacrifice when his Mm -hmm. hair is really pompadour tall and it was it was kind of killing the seriousness of what should have been a a touching scene of these two best friends trying to sacrifice themselves for each other i just kept looking at that hair man (laughs) it was like a there's it's not a it's like a mohawk almost but not fully like you know because it was like he had hair down the back of his head it's a mullet mohawk he, he's like a 40 he's like a 45 year old man with a mohawk the fohawk faux mohawk i don't know hey um since we mentioned that scene with uh hawkeye and um what's her name black widow when y'all first saw that scene who'd y'all think was gonna sacrifice for the soul the soul stone did you think it was gonna be uh black widow i got lost in the moment Got lost in the moment. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. It, I could. It could have gone either way, for me. At what point in the movie before that scene did we get to where you thought, "Oh shit, someone's gonna die"? When they landed on Vormir. Yeah, because whenever <laughs> they were, they're getting the they were getting the teams all together and they were like sending people out. 
you know, Cap was sending, you know, <laughs> Black Widow and, and Hawkeye to their deaths, one of them to the desk, and he didn't know it. I don't we think. have too many powerless people on this team. One of you got to go. Is it is it sad that I say that as a positive that Black Widow died? <laughs> she didn't do anything. Like, I don't know. I, I was not the, I'm not the biggest fan of Black Widow. So, Another like, sexist. yeah, I know. I, I hate women, right? <laughs> uh, X, what about you? I figured she would die, yeah. Yeah? Th- well, the whole hawkeye is going through this whole thing for his family and if mm. if this mission is successful which is their goal then what he's gonna abandon his family or the chance to see him what does natalie have to live for or natalia whatever so of course yeah, it was natasha. gonna be her yeah <laughs> well it's natalia actually um Nat- well no it is natasha what did i say natalie i'm not yeah. even i was gonna they keep calling her nat nat yeah <laughs> Nat. Yeah. Well, she got squashed um, like a gnat on the bottom of that <laughs> canyon. I figured Hey-o. it was going to be her. And they kept playing with like, oh, fake you out. Uh, he, he blew up an arrow. Oh, fake you out. She zapped him with a thing. Like, well, I kind of stopped caring halfway through. I, I figured it would be her. I figured you can't kill Hawkeye when we see what the loss of his family did to him. And we know they're going to succeed. So yeah. we're going to have to have a scene with Linda Carlini and all the kids. And we're like, hey, Clint brought us back, but now he's gone. And now they have to go through what he went through. And now Linda Carlini's got to become a, a samurai and start killing people and become Miss Ronan. Ooh. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'll buy that for well, that. He's already, well, he's already, trained, he's already trained his daughter to be Hawkeye. Yeah. No, it, it would have made no sense. She has nothing to live for. And she sucks. So, yeah, I figured it would have been her. <laughs> yeah, she sucks. That's Isn't it weird that you sent them, them too to Voromir also? Like it's an alien world and all that kind of. You send the two no power, no super. Spray. Yeah, <laughs> and like Nebula knows the rules. She's like, he went to Vormir. Gamora didn't come back. He came back with. It. She kind of knows the rules. She even said that to yeah. Gamora to convince her. So when they said we're gonna send these two best friends to Vormir, was did Nebula just not say anything, or was it her idea? <laughs> I mean, isn't it convenient that it worked out that the two best friends got to go to the place where one of them has to kill each other? Yeah. As a little, if you think about it, though, within the whole team, who has the strongest relationship? I mean, before Infinity War, we just got out of Civil War, where mm-hmm. everybody's divided, right. and the person, the two people that have the strongest relationship out of everyone is those two. Right. So if they knew that was the rule, why are you going to send Cap and Tony? They don't like each other. One of them dies. The fuck does it matter? <laughs> At least those two, they you actually gave up a well, soul. Uh, okay, to... so okay, so assume for the sake of argument here that Cap or whoever didn't know the rules of of getting the stone, right? Mm-hmm. You're looking at your at your people that you have on your team. You know Black Widow and uh, Hawkeye. They worked. They're, they're a unit, mm-hmm. right? So you're going to send them to as as a team to get the stone, and they can handle whatever, right? Because that's, that's whatever they've been doing that for years. Now, assuming that he did know. I wanted to. That would be a nice deleted scene, like them sitting down. Okay, guys, um, we gotta send two of y'all. We gotta send some people to get the soul stone. Drunk um, sitting in the background. Good thing that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> all my all the, all my loved ones dead already. <laughs> <laughs> and Jane won't come back to me. Yeah. Did they bring Natalie Portman back for that, or is that just like? Other, like other um, unused footage. Yeah, I'm betting anything from a did lad Joe Damn if I know that, that is just unused yeah, footage yeah. from Thor of the Dark. Because really, it's about three seconds of her just waking up. I mean, there's no lines. There's no nothing. Yeah. Could have been CG for all I know. I mean, yeah, I don't yeah. think they brought her back. She's, 
she has like a beef with Marvel because they fired Patty Jenkins or something from Thor: The Dark mm-hmm. World, and yeah. But well, uh, so yeah. much for her. I mean, all that money she's missing out on. Shit. Well, I'm glad uh, she left, but um, yeah, we got a lot of characters who are no longer. I mean, they like I said, they used her through trickery, but they managed to bring back Peggy. They brought back Frigga. They brought back the Ancient One. They brought, you know, all the dead ladies. All the dead ladies. They brought back so many dead women, which was really cool. Especially the Ancient One. That was probably my favorite person who was dead who they brought mm-hmm. back. Because, again, you're wondering, well, if the the, the the Sanctum Santorum is in New York, where were they during the invasion? Mm-hmm. She was doing shit. She was fighting. She I was love just, that part She of was it, just yeah. keeping it on the DL, which is really cool. And then, you yeah, know, that was a nice little aspect of that. Yeah. And then when the Hulk shows up and then she does that, that astral plane <laughs> punch yeah. and then Bruce comes out. So we get a little bit of Mark Ruffalo in the movie. You know, mm-hmm. he's not entirely Hulk the whole time. So we get a little bit of Mark Ruffalo. And I love that she's so calm with this giant beast showing up on her door demanding future <laughs> events and time stones. She's very like, well, he's down the road. He won't be here for five years. Well, what would you like with the time stone, sir? She was very cool. And then she shoots the thing and then explains time travel to her Mr. Destiny style and he sort of breaks it down. I didn't understand any of it, to be honest, how this movie <laughs> gets time travel right. You know, because time travel doesn't work that way. If this happens, you know... You mean Back to the Future's bullshit? Yeah. 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 Okay. Fuck <laughs> it. Okay. Time travel. <laughs> let's 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 do it. Let's do it. Was... Before, before you guys crap on the whole time travel aspect of the movie, which I'm probably going to do it also, just to follow X's lead, I think one of the most um, fulfilling scenes in the movie was the whole exchange between the Ancient One and, and Hulk. I mean, the, he mentioned it earlier that she was like real chill about it because the Hulk wasn't being aggressive. He wasn't looking for a fight. He literally mm-hmm. looked for the stone. And then the explanation after the whole time travel chart mm-hmm. of how things work. And it's like, well, Strange gave up the, the, the whole interaction. Strange gave up the, the, the stone. It's like, oh, he's supposed to be our best guy seven years from seven years and $350 million later. Um, why would he do this? I was like, maybe he screwed up. It's like, no, maybe I screwed up. Just that whole interaction between those two came across really good in the movie. I wasn't expecting that kind of chemistry between those two. Okay. Um, so go ahead. <laughs> time travel. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, sir, I don't like it. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Okay, first of all, you're already... Anytime you're dealing with time travel, it's going to get scrutinized, and it's going to be like looked at like, how how are the physics of this happening? And plus, you, you know, uh, in pop culture movies, you've watched a lot of movies about time travel. And we did an episode way back in the day about uh, time travel movies. That was one of our first episodes, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can check that episode out, too. It's in our archives. But um, in this particular one, in that one scene, yeah, the ancient one, she pulls out that little... She shows that little string of time, and then she shows where the Infinity Stone. She's like, well, if you... I can't give you this. You can't take these stones, because if you take one out, if you take the the time stone out, make it, you, make, it, you make a new path. Um, and that it creates your future, but that... This is a, ruins our future or something yeah. like that. It, it, messes it fixes everything. your present, but I, I guess alternate timelines is what we're playing with. But fortunately, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Hulk, he saw uh, Bill and Ted, so mm. you can go back to do the thing. And that's mm. something Bill and Ted had unique amongst time. Like, they were just making shit happen. Like, what if I left the keys over here? Hey, here are the keys. All I have to do is go back yeah. <laughs> in time and do it later. But you can make shit happen now by mm-hmm. saying you'll do it later. That's sort. This is sort of like follows Bill and Ted rules. Is what yeah. this movie does. 
I don't know. Chris probably never saw Bill and Ted, so he doesn't know what the fuck we're talking about. Uh, it's a movie with Keanu Reeves. You should check it out. Okay. But, I mean, time travel, like, I don't know. I started thinking about it, and I don't know if I should have been so pissed off. Like, I heard the theories. What if they use time travel to fix it? And I was like, no, they're not going to go that route. That's such a cheat. Mm. They wouldn't do that. But the thing is, time travel mm-hmm. has been clearly established in this universe. Doctor Strange did it. One of the fucking infinity stones is called the goddamn time stone (laughs) so it's a thing so should i blame them for using one of the tools they had in their toolbox i mean i guess i shouldn't here's my thing i'm and yeah i'm kind of like with you on that leading up to endgame there was rumors that it was going to be time travel i was like man that i was i was right with you on there man i was like ah that's such a cheat man but i was like okay given the benefit of the doubt my issue watching the movie was I feel like it just the whole them as characters in this movie came together with this planet really fast and they're all cool and under in like okay well time travel pretty much is what it comes down to it's like um, Ant Man got lucky and got out of the the quantum, quantum realm. realm quantum realm um, and then he figured because and he's been established he's not the smartest guy but now he's telling Cap that hey. You know, I got out of this, but what if I go back? I can, we can navigate and enter and leave at a certain fixed point. So naturally, they go to Tony, which makes sense. Tony's like, "No, fuck you! I don't want to do that." And then, of course, Ooh, he's, I'm gonna get on that. He's he's Tony, right? So he's even though he doesn't want to do it, he he starts thinking about it, and then he comes up with it. My thing is even even for Tony, I think that they he he figured it out like way too. Fast, unless there was some kind of like time lapse or something that can show, like this took a while for him to figure. Because this time travel, for God's sake! I mean, it's the Snyder cut is four and a half hours. As soon as they proposed the question, he immediately responded with, "You're having problem with the quantum tunneling effect." Blah blah blah. But clearly, he's well versed in this. He's given it thought already. I think. Maybe. Yeah. You know, Um, he he was giving them answers to questions they hadn't even proposed yet. You know, he he had a better understanding than they did. I think maybe Scott might have filled in some gaps off screen with, with the yeah i'd hope i mean but yeah uh beca- i mean the thing because is, this is a fictitious technology so you're asking why did we get a scene where they explain how it works i mean it's time travel you kind of had to take a leap of faith in but in my it, it is I, i'm not really asking for you wanted to see where, where scott lang says the flux capacitor this is what makes time <laughs> travel possible yes okay no, right, right, a... i got you he did no, but, he did. no tony but, had no, that why, with that little no. wrist thing yeah yeah, the, the time the GPS. GPS that was the flex capacitor yeah. of the movie. But my thing is, it just it felt like it just it just came together way too. Their plan to go back, it, it just felt like it came together way too easily for them. That that was my uh, concern. Really, it felt like it's it came across as too much fucking work. What? So in Infinity War, we saw when um, Scarlet Witch pulled uh, destroyed the stone and killed Vision. Thanos just went click 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 click. Right. So why was Cheater. why couldn't why couldn't he have what, when they got the stones? Why couldn't have they just gone click 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 back from five years and start the whole thing over? Like instead of bringing people back, they addressed with a that. five year gap. Why didn't why didn't they just they just, addressed that when Rhodey is saying why don't we just go back to baby Thanos <laughs> and you know. <laughs> Like it's like the kill baby Hitler argument, right. and then yeah. Bruce says he he has that thing. Time travel doesn't work that way because if you do this, then your future, then your past becomes your future. And this that's what I'm saying. It's a little convoluted, but they do address. Why don't you just go back to the beginning before it even started? 
it's addressed in the movie. I don't know how much sense it makes because, like I said, this is all theoretical. Like, yeah. But they address the issue because Rhodey brought it up because he watches movies. Next to Spidey, he's like the pop culture guy. And I do well, – getting into the whole time travel work, right? And they got all the stones and they step – in Hulk – I love that scene of Hulk, like, taking it and, like, he's the one that snaps it all. I love the, the how they fixed this – the original snap from Infinity War, where they didn't go back and fix it to act like it never happened. They fixed it to where they're still living in their world. They're living with those consequences, but they just brought back everybody that yeah. that snap, got snapped away. I, I, actually, I like that storytelling because it's, I mean, if you think about it, think about, you know, the people coming back who have been gone for like a few seconds yeah. and everybody else has gone on to five years. Have you ever watched it? Do you ever watch the, the show Manifest on NBC? It's just like that. It's 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 a time thing where people are. Oh, on is that plane. the one where that plane lands and like yeah, they've and been like, gone it, for years? Yeah, yeah. It's no, just like I don't that. watch that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I didn't mean it like that. I just no, I don't. I, I saw the trailer or the the trailer the commercial. <laughs> is it called a trailer? If it's a TV show? <laughs> I don't think so. It's commercial. Oh. Okay, I mean, um, but anyway, yeah, that's that's what it's basically like. And yeah. you know, if you think about it, that's gonna that's gonna screw up a lot of people. Um, you know, if you're in the head, yeah, if you're married <laughs> and you're uh, and your partner is like got Ooh. dusted away, and five years later, and can we put a pin in that? You, huh? Can we put a pin in that? The yeah. repercussions because it's like an end thing, and I have something for it. Okay, sure. Here's my okay. Th- okay. Here's my issue with the time travel thing because throwing time travel into anything it just raises it it brings up so many questions you know there's a reason prisoner mm-hmm. of azkaban is kind of my least favorite harry potter book it's like oh time travel is a thing now because like once you establish it could be done mm-hmm. then it's always on the table and you can always just say well we'll just use time travel and it really like muddies the water it's like oh you could just mm-hmm. use light speed and kamikaze a ship and destroy a really big spaceship good to know we can do that i expect we'll be seeing it a lot more in the future you know because <laughs> now yeah. time travel is a thing we can just keep doing it I mean, it's an easy. It's an easy plot device. I mean, yeah, like you, like Chris just said, when, when when Wanda blew up the Soul Stone on Vision's head, and then Thanos just cheated, you know, and turned it back. I mean, if Doc Strange he used time travel to see that the Avengers would use time travel to save everybody, sort of the way he used time travel to save everybody in his movie. So obviously, this guy's got no qualms about using time travel to save the day. So why didn't he just like reverse time thirty seconds to prevent Quill? From acting like a whiny little bitch in the last movie and freeing Thanos <laughs> when they all had him subdued on Titan in the last movie. I, I, that's a scene that I still fucking fast forward to this day because it pisses me off so much every time I watch it. But, you know, reverse time, tie up Quill, get the gauntlet off him, sling ring him to wherever Thor is so we can go for the head, roll credits. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have one of those moments already for this movie. For this one, okay. Yeah, because... And again, why did they have to stick it to the woman? <laughs> Okay, War Machine and Nebula, they're about to peace out, throw deuces, go back to the present time. Right. War Machine, three, two, one, click, Nebula. Oh, but she had time to run to the ship. She had time to look up as Thanos is collecting her ship. She, ten, five, three seconds. You can't do this. Nebula can't do this to, to get out and tell the team, hey, my dad from the past is coming. <laughs> that, she that, tried. That, that, she, she was on the radio trying to call people and let them know. No, but no, use, but she instead the... of running to the ship, all she had to do as soon as she got her fun, her motor functions, press the button, get the hell out. <laughs> instead of going through all that and getting captured and getting manipulated and pulling out all the memories, and, is he right? I think so. Yeah, just, that's 
Yeah. There had to be some reason why she couldn't do that. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to. <laughs> that oh, might be I, a good uh, point. No. Oh, I was thinking. Was it on the hand that she she put in to get the ore and it like burned off? Maybe. No, it was on the other hand, wasn't it? Yeah, that'd be very stupid of her to do that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Look, I'm a badass. I can grab the ore. Yeah. Oh wait, I'm not going home. Yeah. Okay. Well, just disregard that. That's my that's my that's my ex scene there for this movie. Where okay. I'm just like, nah, I don't buy it. I didn't think about that, but yeah, that's that's a point. big plot hole. There's probably a lot of those when you think about it. Because uh, yeah. like you know they say like you know Rhodey says why can't we just go way back you know and then they're like no we only we can only go certain far back but then when Loki disappears with the Tesseract well fuck it we'll just go to 1970. When the Tesseract was in a different place. And if you fail there, well, fuck it. We'll go back to 1965. And fuck it. If you go back, to, you know, it's like, it's it's, it's such an easy out. Yeah. It's it's it, it's kind of like a, like an oxymoron for everybody to say, that's not how time travel works when none of them have ever fucking gone through time. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how this yeah. works. That's not how any of this works. I've gone through time. I mean, forward, <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Uh, uh, what's your biggest gripe of the movie X time travel is <laughs> <laughs> that it in a nutshell did we just cover it yeah is that I the mean, only one then no I mean uh, pick another gripe I didn't I didn't like Big Lebowski Thor didn't I'll say it no, I thought I, it was funny I didn't care. it was funny but I mean yeah okay that's my biggest gripe of the movie that's your biggest gripe is, is Lebowski Thor no oh but that the movie was too funny. It was too funny? Yeah. Said no Every, one ever. We just, we're, this is five years later. Everybody's still mourning. They're try, they're going, they're, they've lost people. They have the council meeting where the dude like, has a second date with, his, with this dude after like, sobbing over it for an hour and a half about how they ended up where they ended up. I think Infinity War, I could let a lot of the comedy go because they haven't faced a loss yet. You know, so when Hulk is like, yeah, Bruce, I lost twice. First the Hulk lost, and then Bruce Banner lost, and then we all lost. I think I think in this movie, if you there, I feel like it was too there was too much comedy in this movie for it to be the kind of movie that it was, which wasn't that kind of movie. You We're have seen a, a Marvel movie before, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of we what start they're the known first, for. We start is the, the first is the levity. It's kind of like the their thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you, all that was thrown out the window when you ended Infinity War with the villain winning. Uh, so they're going to do 21 so movies tw- following one formula that it makes billions of billions of but the last one, <laughs> no. We're going to become DC in our last movie. They did. They killed off Thanos in the first 20 minutes, and they're spending the next two and a half hours trying to get back what they lost instead of moving on. I just felt like there was too. The, there was too I didn't much think the comedy. comedy was too much. We I thought it was a nice balance, actually. Of you think so? Of some levity and some the emotional stakes of everything. Uh, my my one of my issues that I had with the movie, uh, more so the first time around than the second time around, was I just felt like the first first act of this movie just felt almost like the pacing was weird a little bit. Felt like numb. it um, it felt like almost like fragmented, like mainly because. One aspect is Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw that post-credit scene or a mid-credit scene of Captain Marvel where, you know, they're they're monitoring that pager thing, mm-hmm. and then it stops, and they go check it out, and then Captain Marvel shows up. Where's Fury? I didn't realize that was an actual like I, I thought that was just a scene in Endgame that they were playing ahead just for mm-hmm. us to get hyped for the movie. 
I didn't know that was already happened before in game. You know, so like when Captain Marvel, like the last movie where uh, <coughs> after Ragnarok, they're in the ship and here comes the first yeah. orders plane. Yeah, you, that you figured that was the, the beginning scene of the next movie. Right, right. You didn't yeah. realize that was the bridge that connected. Nice connection. Or, I didn't think about well, that I think of the yeah. one where the, the the end credit scene is where Sam and Steve have captured Bucky and they've got him in his arm is trapped in the machine. And yeah, and that's that was that's, literally yeah. a scene from Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah just, that's what I was get, thinking. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was more like that. Like, we'd get a whole scene where they show up and she explains who she is and they integrate her into part of the team. And I yeah. bet you they did film that scene, but that oh, would have yeah. been a scene where it's it's heavy Captain Marvel and they realize nobody wants that. So <laughs> they'll, they'll just be like, fuck it. She's just a part of the team now. They got the explanation in the end credits of the last movie. Yeah. And there you, you go. Know, that's they, all you need. They did keep the scene where Thor's like, I like her. And every time I see that scene, I think of that joke of, I don't even know, 40-year-old white man telling me what to like what to like. I just keep going back to that one fucking thing. Anyway, so that, okay, so when she rescues Tony, I was like, oh, okay, maybe she was just in there, whatever. She just Yeah, yeah how'd she find her. Tony? Uh, yeah, I don't know. But <laughs> maybe that's part of stuff that we didn't see and that was cut or something. I don't know. But then when she takes him back to Earth, oh, they already know who Captain Marvel is and she was bringing Tony to the Avengers. It's like, and Nebula. Yeah, it was just, it was, it just felt like I missed something uh, at the front, but I wanted. Second time around didn't really bother me because I already oh. know. I wanted more they... Tony and Nebula scenes. I mean, I love yeah. their scenes on the show where they're playing football yeah. and then when, when he offers her like the last of the food and, and her very exaggerated alien motion like uses her whole body to shove the food back at him and it you could tell they're sort of getting a little bit of a bond and everything and then when they landed, yeah. I you know, maybe she would say something off-putting or rude or, or borderline psychotic mm-hmm. and they're like, whoa, are we letting this chick on the team? And Tony's like, she's okay or something like Like he vouches yeah. for her or something. Maybe it's a deleted scene, yeah. but I thought that would, I, when I saw the trailer and I saw them two stranded on the ship, it just, I had weeks or months, whatever, being excited of Tony and Nebula, whoever thought of mm-hmm. th- that we wanted those scenes, yeah. but we didn't, we, that, we got the football scene and I guess that was cool. Yeah, that's, that, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I agree with what you were saying. Uh, all that stuff, as short as what we got, I did enjoy it. And yeah, it's I, only three hours, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> We're complaining but, uh, like, I wish we had more of this in a three-hour movie. Yeah. Because there's Man, just so much fucking movies. With this, with, this, with this movie, though, like there's so many possibilities of new team-ups and new interactions mm-hmm. with, with characters that never interacted before. Um, so let's spend like 30 minutes on Hawkeye and Scarlet because we've yeah. seen that before. You know? No kidding, right? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> oh, All right. Did it feel like three hours and two minutes to you? I could tell it was longer than other movies, but I wasn't bored in any of it. There was moments in Infinity War where I'm bored. I'll admit, I didn't really. Well, again, there was a. Fr- I only seen it once, maybe on second or third view, and I'll start to get bored. But like when I Infinity War is on Netflix, and I, I watched it before I went to go see the new one, all the Gamora Thanos shit on Vormir and all that. I fast forwarded that. You know, there was slow moments in the movie, even the fight on Titan, where with Thanos versus half guardians and Antonio because there's that Wakanda fight going on at the same time. And that's just so much better. Uh, yeah. But the, on, upon first viewing, no, there wasn't a slow moment. And I was like, I got to pee, but I don't want to go. I, don't, <laughs> I was like, I was like, Spider-Man, I don't want to go. <laughs> I don't want to go. <laughs> so we've been talking about, Oh, we should have got this. We should have got this. How long is too long? If you didn't feel like if you, if you're saying, if he's saying he didn't feel that, that it was three hours long, is three and a half hours too long? Would you have wanted four hours with an intermission just to make sure that we got enough bases covered? All we got was a running hug of Rocket and Groot. <laughs> All we got was 
I did like the Tony Spider-Man Hulk at the end. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The whole time, Spidey's been kissing his ass and getting no love. Even even in the car, he's leaning over. He's like, "That's not a hug. I'm just getting the door for you." Yeah. Like he wouldn't even hug Spidey. Yeah. And then Spidey's like telling him everything that's happened, and and Iron Man's just so happy. Even the first thing he says when he lands is, "Steve's like, I lost the kid." That was like the first mm-hmm. thing on his mind, you know. And yeah. then he sees Spider Man. He hugs him, and oh, his 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 ward, his protege, whatever it was. That I I'm, again a little bit more Niagara Falls. Mm. That was a cute seat. You know, for, for for the two movies of the first Guardians, the first and second Guardians of the Galaxy, Quill's never been to Earth, so he has nothing but '60s and '70s music playing. This is the first time he showed up on Earth. We didn't get not one scene I, of him like acknowledging I, that it's. That he's it's, got it's, a that zune. He's, he's got a zune, and when was the zune invented? Like early two thousands. So it's plausible yeah, it he's one. got early two thousands music. Quill. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's the whole but yeah, point. I mean, something like that. I mean, yeah. But yeah, how about Quill the drive-through at McDonald's for having his first ever something to acknowledge that he's actually a, a tearing on his home home. Eh, home you don't. You know? I mean, you don't need that. Uh, I would have liked to see something w- between him and Peter Parker on Infinity War when they're mm-hmm. meeting for the first. I would have liked to see more of that. But I don't. Or you know, Quill the like, War Machine now. Like War Footloose. Exactly like them. Footloose. Like they're these two yeah. nerds. <laughs> yeah. Both their names are Peter. I mean, is this come on, still the got... best movie ever? It never was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could go on all day about like I wish I could have seen this. How cool would it have been to see you know Mantis and and, and anybody? I don't know. What did <laughs> what did what did y'all think of uh, Old Man Rogers? He's old because this goes into my <laughs> this goes into my time travel. Uh, <clears throat> Beef complaint, yes, that I have. So they established throughout this whole movie that going back in time and, and you're changing things that creates alternate timelines, alternate realities. So if 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 Captain America goes back and he stays there, he he he's creating new time, right? Am I not correct yeah. on that? So how does he he how is he still in this timeline meeting up? After the fact, shouldn't he be in like a different? No, timeline? I think they acknowledged that when Ant Man first tried to travel and he came back as old Ant Man and then baby Ant Man and teenager Ant Man. I think the young Captain America stayed behind and the Captain America from that time. Came okay, forward. so well, answer this okay, question. I think the Ant Man thing was just funny. I don't think that explained yeah. anything. Yeah. <laughs> okay, answer so this didn't... then. Answer this then. When Nebula kills her younger self. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, come on! Like, if you're killing your, your younger version of yourself, your younger self dies. Uh, wouldn't that should she uh, have just like, vanished? Like, yeah, like Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. Oh, oh you played the Mortal Kombat? Wow. Okay. Um, I've seen the story mode movie you on YouTube. There you go. <laughs> there you okay. Go. <laughs> no, I don't play I, I, video I, games. What am I, a fucking kid? I just, uh, I just play. Is it good? It's like three and a half hours, right? It's like almost four hours. You were asking me, would I mind a four-hour movie? No, because I watched... It took me like a week. Like, you know, 30 minutes here, 30 minutes there. I just had the window open on YouTube. (laughs) I just... I just. And they do time travel in that that game. I know. I just beat the damn game, Chris. Oh, wow. Congratulations. (laughs) Toasty! The story mode is okay. Uh, Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's good. As a movie, like it's better than, and I think it's kind of funny that it, this happens to drop the same weekend as Endgame, where they're both dealing with time oh, travel. younger selves versus older selves, yeah. and all that kind of yeah. yeah. Okay, 
anyway. Okay, well, you're talking uh, about, talking about oh, yeah, so, Captain America. Oh, yeah, so Nebula. Okay, ne- yeah, Nebula, okay. she kills herself, and she's not dead. Talk about it. <laughs> because the younger self's timeline ended there, but the older self's timeline is a new timeline. God damn it. So, I... So, how, so well, you bought still... that? I just pulled it out. No, of my I don't. Well, I don't it buy it. No. Hey, you were confident, so we took... yeah. it's all well, about I confidence. It. I was he literally pulling that out of my ass. <laughs> so was Marvel. Uh, it smells in here. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, and also, when Thanos got the younger Thanos got dusted, shouldn't that have prevented Infinity War from happening? It's the well, same yeah, thing but, that but, but young uh, Thanos, Rhodey says. But, young Th- but you say, quote, unquote, young Thanos jumped ahead. So now he exists in a different timeline. Our time. but, he's out, but he's out of his own timeline, though. So if he never comes back, if he never goes back to his own timeline, just like the stones, you don't return the stones back. These people don't go back to their own timeline. Then you're fucking I don't think there's like a cause and effect to this. I think clearly say, there's not. Well, <laughs> it's like when the ancient one said she drew that line branching off. You go, that's a new timeline. Right. There's no oh, like she, if you go kill your younger self, your older self just disappears like 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 Biff or Marty's hand or whatever. I don't think that happens in this. Clearly because of Nebula. Yeah, and Thanos because yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, we don't Who's know after old confused? Thanos because he's already dead. Mm-hmm. Touche. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it seems the reason he he wouldn't have died because Nebula is still alive. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Time travel. It's just why do you want to inject this to a movie that most of your fan base are nerds? <laughs> I think I think for the the episode picture for this that I'm going to use is a screenshot of Austin Powers going cross-eyed because that's what I felt like when I was trying to figure out the time travel in this movie. I suggest you don't worry about this sort of thing and just enjoy yourself. That goes for you all too. Yes. Yeah. Just don't think about it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know I shouldn't say that because I got a lot more. Uh, <laughs> no. Well, I, I'm, I'm gonna throw it back at you. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna throw it back at you then. 21 movies. Thanos snaps the finger. How do you fix Endgame? How do you bring everyone back? Uh, I was I was travel? so on board for the first 20 minutes. Capture Thanos, mm-hmm. get the gauntlet, and fix it. That was the mm-hmm. original plan, and I was like. This is going how I thought, but I'm like 15 minutes into the movie, and, and like this is, and I got like another two and a half hours to go, and they're already like captured Thanos. They're mar- they're marching yeah. up, the, they're flying in space. I'm like, wow, this really hit the ground running. Unless they get like lost in space for two and a half hours or something, Danger Will Robinson, and then find Thanos, and then use the ten. How is this gonna go? And then they find Thanos. The stones are gone. They cut his head off. I'm like, what? We're like 30 <laughs> minutes into this movie. And I gotta admit, the marketing campaign, all the trailers, everything like that, they only gave you, like, that first act. That mm-hmm. five-year time jump, like, I did not know anything about a time heist. About, I mean, granted, I, I tend to black out. I don't like to read articles. I don't want to yeah. know. But I didn't know any of that was going to happen. So it was nice to sit in the theater and be, like, watching it unfold. Mm-hmm. You like, know, the way, the way people what's did, like, in the 90s. <laughs> you <laughs> know, before worry. internet was spoiling every fucking goddamn thing. No. Do you think uh, this movie set up uh, maybe new Avengers like going forward? Um, because a there's stuff. a lot of kids, like uh, Hawkeye's kid, learning you know shooting arrows. Uh, we got uh, Cassie. Uh, Loved her. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I mean, she, I don't know. I just she barely said anything, but seeing her dad alive, I oh god, that was a that was a touch. That reaction, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Um, then we have, uh, okay, so going back to the old man cap scene, um, and he passes the shield, passes the torch, I guess, to Falcon. Ooh, that's okay. going to be fun. Um, yeah. So many white okay. people are going to get pissed. I was pissed. <laughs> yeah. Not not because, I mean, again, I, I know Sam Wilson, Falcon, becomes Captain America in the books, but then so right. is Bucky, but... yes. And it's like they, it's like they, they directed that scene specifically for the book readers because it's like Bucky says to Sam, like, "Go ahead," like he gives him permission to go up mm. and talk to Old Cap. And then when yeah. Cap gives him the shield, he looks at Bucky, and Bucky like nods, like, "Yes, you have my permission to become Captain America <laughs> instead of me." It's like they're addressing it, but fuck that. I'm talking about just a, 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 as Chris would say, as a person who's just watching the movie. He's been Cap's friend for, like, almost 100 fucking years. Yes. Why would he give this guy who's known him for, like, three or four years? And mm-hmm. has no super soldier serum. Well, neither does... Because um, that has anything to do with it. But, I mean, why would he go and, and be like, you go talk to him? No, you're his oldest fucking friend. You defended him from bullies when you were in school and shit like that. You know that he wears newspapers in his shoes and shit like that. But you're going to give Sam, like, no, no, no. You go talk to him and have the hard, hard moment. I'm just going to stand here and and not go visit my bestest and only friend in the whole world because I've been a soldier for all my life and then I live in this African future village so I have no friends <laughs> my only fucking friend and I'm not going to go talk to him yeah I need some I, water I, I'm second you on that one I, yeah I have no qualms because I know it's going with the comic book source that Falcon does become Captain America so that really bothered me <laughs> but going to going to what you're saying yeah he's his best friend from his, for his whole fucking life and if you're just taking in the movies, the Captain America trilogy by itself, which, by the way, is, I think is a, a damn good trilogy by itself. Going off that storyline in their own franchise, I think it would make more sense for him to pass it down to Bucky or Bucky to take the reins of Captain Captain America. That's just me. Um, now, I don't know how much uh, you want to take this to heart here, but uh, there was an interview with one of the Russo brothers and he was saying, maybe there's, maybe there's more stories to be told about what happened with cap back going back in time and everything. And that, with that being said, if you, if you look at it, it's, it's almost as if maybe something did happen in this, maybe in the past or something, because Bucky almost like knew because he's the first. He turned around and he like without even being shocked or anything. He says, "Guys, over but, here." But we just established time travel doesn't affect people in the timeline. So, and we've also just established that time travel sucks in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just wish that Cap had been sitting down like, and he had like a loaf of bread, and he was just feeding ducks. Because <laughs> that's just what old people do. I, I think we're missing that thirty seconds on the screen where. There, where they had the conversation, because before Cap leaves to go fix all the tra- the time travel mm-hmm. mess, he tells he tells uh like he tells but he tells Bucky, I'm gonna miss you. Yeah, like he's only gonna be gone for five seconds. Why would mm-hmm. he tell him that? Yeah, you know. So I think they kind of already knew. Not to mention if you're if if you're just a casual person watching these movies, well, not a casual person, but if you know through the through the trilogy, for most of it, Winter Soldier has either been the villain or has been brainwashed. But the perception from the general populace is that he's still considered a villain. He, he no. I don't, so why no. would you guy a guy that we still know that we can't trust as a villain is suddenly the next Captain Marvel, and we're supposed to just buy it? 
because he wears no. a mask. Well, for the next Captain Marvel, they can be Captain America. But yeah, Captain, Captain America, America wears a mask, so yeah. bam. <laughs> can't hide that metal arm. <laughs> but who who knows them arm? Like, These, in this world, nobody even knows who arm. Ant-Man is. You think people are going to know who the yeah. Witcher Soldier is? I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I would have rather seen Bucky do it. I think, you know, he spent the more... He spent a lot more time with Cap. He was his best and oldest mm. friend. Um, it would have been a nice. It would have been a better payoff, I think, for me if it was. Yeah, storyline purposes. Or maybe because it was too obvious to do it to Bucky, they did something different. You know, what? I don't even care about who becomes the next Captain America. That's not even what's bugging me. Is that Bucky didn't even go talk to his friend? If Bucky talked to his friend and they mm. had a couple minutes of heart to heart, and then Sam walks up and then he gave him the shield, that would have been fine. You know. That, yeah, like I said, the thirty seconds. Yeah, I think that's all we. Do. Yeah. But I'm just and, saying, my complaint is not that Sam is not Captain America. That's not what I'm. That's not my issue at all. You know, baby Bucky doesn't want it. Which I mean, maybe that's like that. He's too close to Steve. Too. He's my best friend. If I put on that mask yeah. and look in the mirror and I see Steve, and could I live up to him? What he did, yeah. I know. I know in my heart how good he is. I can never live up to that. This guy could fucking wield Molnir. How am I gonna live up to that? I can <laughs> see Bucky not wanting to be Captain America, but. Him not even going over to talk to his friend after they... <laughs> you oh. just want the gratification on screen, basically. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And I think there's a lot of that where we're missing pieces of time that if you would have just spliced them in, would have been a whole lot I wonder more if there's continuous. A, have they mentioned... Has anybody heard of a... Is there like an uncut version of this thing? An extended version? I'm sure there'll be deleted scenes on the DVD. There has to be. Yeah. At this point, At point, I don't know they... why Hollywood doesn't just film and edit really long movies. And then... You know, put out the theatrical in a limited time so you can make the box office and get as many shows as you can day, mm-hmm. and then put out as Lord of the Rings, man. That cha- and that was like a decade, fifteen years ago when Lord when those special editions that mm-hmm. had an extra thirty minutes, an extra forty minutes. Those I thought that would change the landscape of how movies, DVD releases were going to be made. Because I I don't even I can't even remember what the original movies are like because I know those extended versions so much. To me, that's the definitive version. You know, yeah. uh, Netflix just released a, like a three-hour or 40-minute version of Hateful Eight. Hmm. You know, people want more movie. Granted, they won't sit in a theater for it, maybe, but there are people who are going to pay money to see a, a really long movie. So why don't they just plan for it, adjust your budgets, you could do the effects, and, and prepare down the line to release a really long movie, and people are going to pay again. I saw it in theaters. I'll pay again to see an extra long version of it down the line. Yeah, and I think this this uh, the money this thing's making proves that people will sit through a three hour movie. Not just that, I think I remember hearing before they announced the runtime that there was a possibility that they might actually add an intermission. Oh, I'm so glad they didn't do that. This. Oh my god, that would have been terrible. Um, I've been to, I've been to drive in theaters. I saw Grindhouse at the theater when they had the 20 minute intermission built in between. Quit bragging. I would have been I would have been fine with it either way. Like, like I just like you, I, 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 I wouldn't mind a longer movie. If yeah. it means giving me a break to stretch my legs and make sure that I can still walk again and take a dump, fine. But or just give me the whole four hours straight. But I'm I'm with X. I'm down with a longer movie, especially yeah. if it. I mean, look at the most bigot biggest box office movies like Avatar, Titanic. Titanic. You know, those are both three hour epics, and people those made billions of dollars. People don't mind. Didn't Titanic come out on? Didn't Titanic come out on two VHS tapes? Yeah. 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 So did Dancing with the Wolves, and that movie did have an intermission. It was only three hours long, but in the early 90s, that was, like, unheard of. Three hours? Oh, you got to put an intermission. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's – I've seen that a lot on social media. Should there or shouldn't there be an intermission? And people were – no. I mean, come on. If you can't sit through a three-hour movie, come on now. 
I think for me, honestly, if the movie's good, the rest of the stuff doesn't matter. Like, I got spoiled. I still fucking like the movie a lot. If it had, if I had a break in the middle, or if I didn't have a break in the middle, I would have still liked it a lot. If you're, if you're, if you're using those things as a crutch, then maybe the movie really wasn't as good as you wanted it to be. At least, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just disappointed that I sat through 15 minutes of credits for for no for no goddamn scene. You sure about that? Uh, you okay, I know uh, what you. Yeah, the, the hammering sounds. You and, mentioned. Um, oh god. Okay, first off, Avengers. did the, did your theater drop the ball and not? Make an announcement. They were telling people there's no end credit scene before the movie even started. Really? Yeah, because they wanted. It was released on Twitter. Yeah, Yeah, it was a big campaign. No end credit scene, because Mm. that's like 15 minutes of time to clean the theater that the that the theater needed. It was more the theaters doing this because they needed that because they because you know 11 years of this people have learned to sit there for 15 minutes and watching names roll by meanwhile people gotta fucking sweep up popcorn and and pickle juice and dip fuck you if you dip if you take a little cup and And, dip in the theater and then you leave it there to be cleaned up go fuck yourself empty (laughs) coke cans popcorn everywhere filthy animals yeah but okay you you were talking okay you just hinted about it chris the the hammering Mm -hmm. um to me it was just the sound effect it was tony Hammering out uh, the costume or the it was bookending it. it started with Iron Man yeah. and ended with yeah. Iron Man yeah yeah that's what I took it as but I know some people are saying that it's a, a hint of going forward with yeah what if if it's uh, we'll save it for the what if because what... <laughs> <laughs> um, during the funeral scene they're scoping all the all the all the cast from all these movies right. love that scene yeah. can't wait till it comes on youtube because it again it was like blinking you'll miss it so many because the camera's zooming yeah. through the whole funeral procession and it almost goes in order of like first is pepper and his little girl oh my god little morgan did mm. did the casting call just say we need the cutest fucking kid on the planet <laughs> cheeks we need cheeks she was fucking adorable oh my god i just wanted yeah. to Chew on her little face. She was so fucking cute. I love that little girl. Uh, at the do you love, oh, do you love her three thousand? I uh, do love her three thousand. At the uh, end, when she's like, you know, when Happy, do you think Happy survived the snap? We don't know. I don't know. He yeah. might have just came back and then showed up at the funeral. But he's talking to her and he's like, you know, do you hungry? Yeah. What do you want? Cheeseburgers. Cheeseburger. Oh god, my heart. <laughs> Tony loves when he landed in first movie. The first thing I want, I want American cheeseburger. I was like, oh my god, Tony and cheeseburgers, and I was a little girl loves cheeseburgers. And so much cute <laughs> shit. But like the proceeding, okay. So you got Pepper and little girl, and then you got Rhodey and Happy as two best friends, and you got Cap, and you got all the A-listers, and it keeps going. And then you got, and they're all in their their own little groups. You know, you got the Guardians mm, in the little right. groups, and you got everybody in the little groups, and even at the back, like way at the end, you got like Nick Fury, Maria. And, did you guys recognize, like just above the porch, there was this kid? Mm-hmm. That's like what team... I was going towards. Yeah. Did, did you recognize I, did... the kid? Yes, I knew exactly no, who not, it was. I didn't know who it was the first time. I had to figure it out. I, had to I did not know who it was. I, I was like, who the fuck is that kid? Took me out of it. Ruined it for me. Yeah. Not yeah, ruined me it too. for I, me. Yeah. But it took me out of you, it. Wait, you're saying you knew who that was? Yeah. If you knew who that was, go fuck just, yourself. Get the fuck, no, no, get the fuck out of here. Move this man. <laughs> Nobody knew who that was. I knew who that was. It's Harley from Iron Man Three. Well, no shit. And we know so, that now, but and, you and knew so that when you first so watched it. When I heard the the, the bang, you, you just mentioned all these youngins that could be the next group of new Avengers, and then we end the the movie with the banging. I'm thinking it's Harley with all the stuff that Tony left them after Iron Man Three. He okay, first off, I didn't even know that kid had a name. Uh, <laughs> his name's Harley, really? Oh, that's yeah. 
Ugh. Second, they have they have never addressed him since Iron Man three, so there's nothing, no reason to believe he's become a superhero in his spare time. Why he was even there? That ruined that 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 sullied it, dude. I was like, you did not deserve to be there. How would he even know to to be at the funeral? Like they didn't publicize it because everybody would be there, and nobody knew who this kid was unless Tony told Pepper about him or some shit. Mm-hmm. But why would he do that? I'm sure he know. told her about it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. They're married. They've been married for five years. I'm sure, you know, well, you remember that time uh, that, that extremist shit was going on? There was a kid. He had a potato gun. I'm sure he told her. <laughs> There's a hundred $100 million missing from my checking account. Where did it go? Oh, I sent it off to uh, to Tennessee. Some kid. Yeah. He, they have to know who this kid I is. I don't think that kid deserves and he to has... be there. Yeah. It, it, yeah, I agree. Like, this is for family. This is for people who have contributed and, and fought and fought the bad guys and are heroes one heroes yes one one omission that i did want to see instead of that fucking kid who nobody knew who he was chris was some way i know in the (laughs) in the drink (laughs) okay so in the mcu colson died but in agents of shield he's not dead he's alive well i think in the last season i think he died but anyway spoiler there there could have been I don't know. It seems weird that Coulson wasn't there, but I guess if you're just looking at the MCU side of things, it makes sense that he wasn't there. But yeah, everybody else assumes he's dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that didn't maybe bug he could have popped in next to Fury, but that, yeah, they didn't bug him. Yeah, you said Marie Hill was there. I didn't see. Her. Yeah, Marie yeah, Hill she was. There. She was up on the like her like she was up like on the deck of the house. Nick Fury yeah. was kind of pacing, and she was like right there, right, right yeah. from the deck. Yeah. Okay, I saw. Yeah, obviously I saw Fury walk out, but see, like I'm saying, Blink, like, like there's the so much going on. Like, yeah, like like when when. Stephen Strange is sling ringing everybody. I didn't even notice mm-hmm. uh, Howard the Duck or the or the the Reavers or any of that kind of shit. It was just just like you're you're looking every which way trying to count. There's dozens of people at this point. Eleven years, twenty two fucking movies, a lot of fucking mm-hmm. characters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they all pop in at the same time that on the one battle scene. So anyway, that's pretty okay. Goddamn epic. Yeah. Um, so we talked about the girls, how they try, how they they're that as, as their attempt to see if they can market an all female Avengers team. Um, you mentioned earlier about the uh, all the kids that could possibly be the new Avengers. Right? Did either one of you guys pick up on the of the name the the possibility of uh, when they tease Atlantis in the movie? oh the under underground the underwater earthquake? Yeah, yeah. Um, like Nam- I didn't think Namordia or something. Is that what you think? Yeah, Namor. Yeah. Or did, well, you said all girls. So I thought you. Yeah, you case. said the girls. But I mean, there's Namor, but there's also Namorina. Mm-hmm. Is that who you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. No, just in general that they that they're oh. introduced. I think them. eventually, I assume we get Namor. Yeah, we have to at some point. Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe with Aquaman, it might have like put the brakes on it for a minute, so mm-hmm. nobody thinks they're just straight up copying, but. Down the, yeah, you. I mean, Namor's he's a pretty big guy in the in the in the Marvel universe. Yeah, throw in Namor. And also, I didn't catch this, but I did on the internet. You know, I saw uh, that scene uh, with Peggy Carter talking to that one dude in that office. She talks about uh, the agent uh, Braddock, uh, who hasn't been seen lately. Are they talking about Braddock? Is Braddock uh, like Captain uh, Britain? Captain Britain. Captain Britain. Yeah. Is it James Braddock? Yeah. yeah. Is that his name? Yeah, James. I think it's, yeah, James Braddock. Yeah, brother yeah. to Psylocke. But she, Betsy Braddock, yeah. Yeah, so that could be something if that's... I didn't even catch that. 
There's huh. a lot of that in this movie. <laughs> yeah. There's a, so See, you, I, I haven't gone on because there's oh my god, there's so many YouTube videos like all oh, the all the, all the Easter oh, yeah. eggs or all the questions. I didn't do mm-hmm. that. Two hundred thirty-seven. What? There's a video that has two hundred and thirty-seven Easter eggs from uh, Endgame. Oh, I call bullshit. It's out there. Well, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, see I think it, they're just taking like. Do you remember the time he, he, he put on their Iron Man armor? That's a reference to Iron Man 1, when he put on Iron Man armor. <laughs> or something like that. that. I bet yeah. they're really reaching. Yeah. But um, I didn't watch any of that because I, I wanted to write my own notes and give my own opinion before I... I even told Travis, I was like, can we push this uh, episode earlier? Because I want to go on the internet and read everything. So, <laughs> let, you, you mentioned the women power and all that. Um, actually, I just thought about something. There was one person missing from that little... Collected group shot during Marvel, the... huh? Captain Marvel was she at the funeral? Yeah, she was. She was at, she was at the center of the steps to the porch. She was in oh. all black. That's why it was hard to. If you weren't paying attention, you would have missed her. Yeah, okay. she was one of the very end. Oh, okay, I was about to say I don't. I don't remember. Okay, fine. But in the, uh, in the battle there. scene, when all the women get together in the battle scene, Lady Sif, where's she, where's she been at? Oh, uh, she got snapped at it. Nope, it doesn't matter. But they would have brought her back. <laughs> oh, no, she probably got killed on the ship. She wasn't on the ship. She wasn't in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. He didn't see Thor Ragnarok, so he doesn't know. He doesn't go. He doesn't see a lot of movies. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> they didn't mention her in, in Ragnarok. She couldn't wash off her neck tattoos in time to make it to the shoot because mm, of her. Because yeah. a fucking blind spot. Um, I mean, I like that she was unavailable for Thor Ragnarok because they used that to clean house and kill everybody, and she sort of like managed to miss the purge of Thor Ragnarok, if you <laughs> yeah. will. And I thought that leaves it open to bring her back because she's the best of the Warriors three or four, if you count her as a. But I guess she still they still have to figure out a way to, to incorporate Sif yeah. into it. It's just weird. It was a, to me, it was kind of a weird omission, especially since we got new uh, new Asgard. Um, which did we t- we didn't talk too much about that about. Uh, that that just felt kind of rushed and kind of swept under the rug pretty fast. That they just, um, they just. I don't know. I mean, on it's Earth been five years. It's been five years though. I mean, yeah. And they and the world knows who Thor is, and he could be like, "We're seeking, we're seeking refuge, and these are Asgardians, and we're all awesome." And they settled in Norway, and I'm sure people from Norwegians would have been, "Oh my God, Norse mythology, like literal <laughs> gods, want to live here." Yeah. I'm sure they would have been happy to offer them. Uh, Refuge. Yeah. I mean, I get it, but I just, as a moviegoer, just watching it, it's just like, okay, just kind of, oh, okay, here we go. Um, well, that it, looks like the same place where uh, where Thor and Loki were having the conversation with, uh, Odin. with Odin before Odin passed away. So th- mm. that probably must have been the same place that he they He even said the, the line, like, like this could be Asgard. Yeah. That, that, it looked very familiar hmm. from that from that last scene. I mean, that was the all CGI, but yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Okay, well, maybe, maybe there's something to it. Lawyered. Okay. You do good sometimes, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Very few and far between. Okay. Um, let me okay, see. What else we got? To, um, what are we missing from about? either one of your notes? Crossing out. Okay, let me cross out cheeseburgers. Some of the stuff we've already talked, talked about. about cheeseburgers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 okay. The, okay, here's a run random note. Uh, de-aging Ant-Man. Rather, de-aging Michael Douglas. Mm-hmm. Okay, that has got to be the worst one I've seen yet. That was looked, it the hair? I don't know. It, it was the face. I mean, look- I mean, usually you de-age a guy like a decade or two, but Michael Douglas is 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 in his seventies now, mm-hmm. and trying to make him look like he's in his thirties. It was the worst one yet. It, it. I mean, like I said, we were talking about how Sam Jackson de-aged, and he's probably like seventy. 
uh, and Captain Marvel totally worked, but that's because black don't mm. crack, and you you basically mm. basically just take a line or two out. But if you've seen Michael Douglas, he's got more than a few lines. Love the man though, love his dad. But yeah, that looked rubbery and totally fake and totally CGI. Fortunately, it was only a few seconds, but they should have I don't know spent a little bit more money on it. Uh, maybe even throw a little bit of money towards Robert Redford, who showed up again as Secretary. Uh, I forget his name, bad guy from Winter Soldier. Pierce. Yeah. Pierce. I mean, it's only been five years since Winter Soldier, but Robert Redford is eighty-two. So five years, you know, a lot, lot, <laughs> lot could sag in five years. Maybe throw a little bit of love his way. I mean, this is fucking Robert Redford. Uh, I was actually kind of surprised to see that it got Robert Redford to come yeah. back. They got everybody fun. to come back. That's so cool. I mean, first off, yeah. who, who wouldn't come back? You work for a day, and you're going to be in the Nelly biggest Portman. movie of the day. <laughs> <Nelly Portman. laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Winner. Uh, chicken dinner, yeah. Um, oh, did y'all, there was a, a little Easter egg uh, in, a, in a fun little moment. Uh, in that the scene in the, the New York scene where he where Cap goes to the elevator to get the the uh, yes not the, not, the, not the test rack but the whatever the power Loki the staff power the Loki pokey stick yeah the Loki staff yeah <laughs> pokey stick um, and we we think that we're gonna get that same kind of scene that we got in Winter Soldier and then oh, are yeah. you guys still sure you don't want to get out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, like, I thought that too, and I thought he would kick their ass, but like kick it better. But yeah. it turns out Cap is a thinking man as well as a fighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a fun. The whole Hell Hydra. I mean, that was first of all, it was just fun because like he knows what he knows what they're up to now, so he's kind of playing their games. But as a comic yeah, they, book, they fan, brought back Sitwell, they brought back Rumlow, they brought yeah. back the guy with the lazy eye, they brought back all of them. Yeah, but the as, as a comic Beast. book fan, that was. Um, a, a fun wink and a nod to a, a very controversial story that took place a couple years ago where they made Captain America a, a spy for Hydra. And there was a famous C, uh, panel that got all around. It went viral about him saying Hell Hydra, like he was actually. And people Hydra. crapped about it so much that they had to fix it by having the the real Captain America come through time or something to take out this Hell Hydra. Captain. Yeah. But the fact oh, that they, God, they acknowledged used time that. travel to fix it. <laughs> How lame. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah, really. Shocker. But then the other scene where he's fighting in the same the same wit that you mentioned earlier that he already knows what's going on, he's getting handed to him by younger Captain America, and he just tells him, "Bucky's still alive," and and young yeah. Cap's like, "Oh, what is, is that he what he said? said? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought he said save Martha. No. <laughs> <laughs> Got all of a sudden like what? What? <laughs> That's in the uncut version. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I gotta admit though, I did feel a little bit for Captain America because you know. Like, not for nothing, but, you know, I got a great ass, but I've never seen it with my own eyes. You know, I see it in the mirror, but, you know, I'm, I'm turning my back and it's a reflection. I've never been able to enjoy my own ass from walking behind. Cap got to see his ass, America's ass. Uh, I envy him for that. Uh, that's all I wanted to say about that. America's ass. All right. You got anything? You want to second America's ass? Sure. America's ass. Okay. I was just right. missing a red toupee. Sure. Um, okay. Question, did... Okay, so the whole Gamora situation. So we see the younger Gamora. Alright. And she meets up with Quill, and Quill sees her, but doesn't know that that's a younger version of her, I guess. And uh, So we get that little moment between them. Did she get dusted with with Tony Snap? Yes. Because I assume that he just dusted everybody that was part of Thanos' army. Yes, so she did. Younger, younger Gamora got dusted. Mm-hmm. Are we sure? Yes. Okay. 
So towards what? the in the end of, towards the end of the movie, where Thor's back on the ship before they pan to the whole group, they have Quill staring at the screen of missing, and it right. has Gamora's face on it. So he's so I'm assuming this next Asgardians of the Galaxy movie is them trying to find a way if they can to bring Gamora back. Well, it says search. It says searching. Yeah. It says Gamora, but it doesn't and say she's lost. not in. No, and no. She, and she, but well, she's not in the lineup with the rest of the group. You would think if Gamora survived the snap, she would be on the ship with. She, I know, and she I, what, I know she wouldn't survive the snap. I know, I know that. But my question is, why if she's not there? The younger well, one died too, okay. so like she's dead. Like all of us, you know, she's well, not coming back. Okay, well, Chris seems very certain she died in the snap, and I'm wondering where this certitude comes from. <laughs> I mean, we didn't see her die, and in comic book movies, unless you see it happen. Even if you do see it happen, it doesn't mean it happened. We've seen Loki die twice, and he's still alive. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I assume so, that she went away with the snap, but I don't know. But, I mean, we don't know what Hulk did. He could have been like everybody who serves Thanos die. Or, or Iron Thor, Man could I have mean, been. Uh, Iron, Iron Man, Man could have been like anybody who serves Thanos dust. She wasn't serving yeah. Thanos anymore. True. She was on their side. She had switched allegiance by that point. But he doesn't know that. Maybe he doesn't matter. For... I mean, well, he doesn't know the name of every other fucking nameless alien. That's why he gives a blanket, <laughs> generic statement of everyone who serves Thanos. What master do you serve? Am I supposed to say Thanos? You know, or everyone that traveled here with Thanos? Uh, I don't. Yeah. I disagree because you know Nebula. He this is Tony Stark. He knows Nebula as part of Thanos's entourage, but he knows she's a good person now. So he would specify it. And this is Tony. He's smart. He would come up with the most specific. But that Term. nebula already died. He doesn't know that. <laughs> that doesn't matter. No, he didn't know that. He didn't know that nebula died. No, I mean, yeah, but, she got I mean, shot so by young nebula, point, but that happened during this big fight, and Tony Stark's doing other things at the moment. I, the reason I, doing to us. the reason I feel convinced is because if we went through the, if you invested the time in the story. For uh, Nebula to convince Gamora that they actually, after she tries to kill her several times, they actually become friends and sisters, and they bond together. If she survived the snap, why isn't she on the ship with everyone else? Yeah. If you watch the movie again, you'll notice that ne- that Gamora's not on the ship. And if she is no, on the ship, that. then why would Peter be looking for the other one anyway? She says he's he got one for the there. other one. Because okay, well, it's on the screen. Well, here's another question. I'm not going to answer that because, but I mean, <laughs> why was it so hard to turn Gamora to turn younger Gamora good? I mean, this is the this is the exact Gamora we get at the beginnings of Guardians One, and right. you know what the first thing she did on her own volition in the beginning of Guardians One betray Thanos. So why is it so hard to get her to be like Thanos is a bad guy? You should be on our side. Uh, no, I don't want to be like. In this exact timeline, at this exact you, <laughs> you decided yourself to betray him. So why is why is she like dragging her feet? But I mean, I'm not convinced. Like I said, we invested the the love, we invested the time in the love story. Well, not really. They kind of just dumped the love story on us between her and Quill. Oh yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's very possible if they want to to have spared her from the snap because she was now fighting on the side of good. Little loophole, I guess, and and Hulk. Depending on how, yeah. not Hulk again. I, I, well, there was two snaps in this movie. Tony could have just said, you know, everybody fighting against us is gone, or something yeah. like that. You know, something simple like that. Not just every alien is gone, or something like that. Because then Quill would have, well, not Quill, but then then and then Groot and Rocket would have been disappeared. You know, he needed to come like everybody's fighting against us is, is gone. 
So and Gamora gets spared, and she she found us random spaceship lying around and took off. Fair enough. Okay. I mean, it's it's we never saw a body, so we never know. Like yeah. we all could be right, yeah. or we could all be wrong. It doesn't matter. Um, no, Chris so is wrong. let me let me let me pose a different question about <laughs> fuck you <laughs> about uh, Black Widow. Ugh. Okay, a soul for a soul. Do we have Red to Skull talk said about it. That? Again. No, 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 no. <laughs> Nobody um, wants to talk about her. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the rules. Here's the rules. Red Red Skull said a soul for a soul. Right, mm-hmm. that's the only way you get the soul stone. So Uh-oh. Cap on the, his last mission is Uh-oh. to return this, the stones Uh-oh. back to where. So if he takes that stone and get in, and returns that stone, does he get the soul that was taken that gave its life for the soul stone? Like it's a soul for a soul, right? But which soul is it? Is it Black Widow's or is it Gamora's? I'm gonna say Black Widow, because that was the from that timeline. That's the that's a soul from that timeline that that they got the stone for. Oh, that's that's oh, the explanation fuck. for the Black Widow spinoff. That's supposed I don't know. To I have no Dude, idea. Dude, you just ruined it. I was so happy she was dead. You just gave her <laughs> out to bring her back. I was. I didn't even think about that. I mean, I was like, I just hope. I mean, first you off, Captain America. Yeah, you're right. He returns all the, all the stones. So that means he's got to go to Vormir and right. he's got to meet up with Red Skull. Right. Like that's a movie right there. Yeah, I want right? to see that. That's a what if. But right there. again, like, how do you return something that requires you to kill someone you love to purchase it? I mean, I I, I hope Hawkeye saved the receipt. I mean, that's all I got. <laughs> What's the term policy? Yeah. And by the way, what does the Soul Stone even do? Like, I get Time Stone controls time, Power Stone, just boom, blow shit up, you know, Space Stone, you tell it, what does the Soul Stone do? Does it, like, give you control over souls? Like, like could James Brown, who's got more soul than anybody, could, like, he defeat the Soul Stone or something? I don't, I don't understand okay. the Google, Soul Stone. Google knows the answer. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> the, the Soul Stone allows the user to steal, control, manipulate, and alter living and dead souls. The Soul Stone is also the gateway to an idyllic pocket universe. At full That's potential. that orange lake thing that we kept seeing, right? Yeah. Where, like the sky's all yeah. orange and like you wake up yeah. and you got the Soul Stone. Mm-hmm. At full potential, the Soul Gem grants the user control Stone. over all life. Oh, we call them stones in the MCU, yes. not gems, even so, though that's what they are. Except the red one. The red one's a gooey thing that goes in you. <laughs> As Rocket says. Yeah. No, no, Thor, Thor, no, Thor said it. Thor Lebowski. Yeah. Um, so now, now, uh, Xavier, you, you may, I, I think I have a, a counter to you for what I just told you about Black Widow. Uh, she's a ginger. Gingers have no souls. Oh, ah! coming from another ginger. Dead. Not in this movie though. She's only half ginger because she's got this real aggressive ombre now because it's like half blonde, half ginger. Cause every yeah, movie she needs a goddamn new haircut. Yeah. Yeah. And color. So she's got half a soul, I guess. Uh. Not for nothing, but she's getting... She's reportedly getting twenty million dollars for the Black Widow movie. Oh fuck her! Oh really? Finally? <laughs> okay, Finally. but here's the thing, though. Okay, so like we talked about him. Years. We talked about Cap returning the Soul Stone. I mean, yeah, because that's that's problematic. Because the rest of the stones are no problem, right? Time Stone, easy. Right. Tilda Swayton's waiting for right. that shit. Power Stone, right. just put it back where Quill found it. Space mm-hmm. Stone, just sneak back on the Shield base and put it back. But first, get it back into its cube Tesseract formed. No problem. <laughs> Reality Stone, you just shove that shit up Natalie Portman's ass and hope that it turns into that misty, gooey shit again. And then you just pull Molnir in the Asgard lost and found. No problem. The Mind Stone, well, you put that back into its staff and sort of make sure that you give it to Hydra so they can 
put it on Wanda and Pietro. Uh, am I missing one? I feel like I'm missing one. <laughs> That's all. Okay. And the Soul Stone. And the Soul Stone. Yeah. So, yeah. Cap just doing this in three seconds off screen. No issues with that whatsoever. <laughs> There's no way that could create yeah. a 22 movie franchise on its own. <laughs> yeah, that's that was brushed away too, way too easily. And also, I did think about, question, I thought though. about the Ether oh. one too. By the way, yeah. yeah. If Cap decided to retire and live a long life with Peggy Carter, what does he do when her niece Sharon Carter is born? Or more importantly, what does he do when Sharon turns 18? Because he's, you know, he's made out with her. Maybe even hit that off screen. Is that awkward? Not if Is it made. sad that I thought about that too? <laughs> <laughs> I think the thing that threw me off the most about the time travel was the math. When Paul Rudd, when you Ant-Man look like a guy, back, the math would hurt your head. Yeah. Yeah. When <laughs> when Ant Man came back, he goes, "Oh, this has been five years. I was only in the quantum realm for an hour." So Five for Captain hours. America to go back in, for, yeah. So for Captain America like to go back to in time year, yeah. to fix all that, it would have taken what twenty years before we had Captain America, old Captain America, travel back in time. Wait, what? You see? Well, no. Cause are you talking about how he's aged so much? Yeah. Well, he was back in the fifties. I mean, he went back to the fifties. Yeah. Yeah, but and he, but if it gradually only took, aged, although he should have looked pretty good. Like you know how like. Bruce Wayne yeah. gets really old with Superman because he's Kryptonian. Like, age is pretty good. Like, you would think as yeah. a super soldier, he'd be like a really spry 100-year-old. You know what I mean? Like, that's he'd be like, he'd like, be like that old guy who too still does 5Ks and shit like that. You know, he'd be like a spry <laughs> grandpa. That guy that Jim Carrey used to mock on uh, In Living Color. Uh, oh, the, the, the juicer Weasel. guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at the guy. That's what he was missing. What he I was saw? missing the jumpsuit. That's the what he should have Yeah. <laughs> Captain America should be pipping the Juice Weasel. Yeah. <laughs> he calls up Marlon Wayans to the stage. You look like a healthy young man. How old are you? I'm 21. 21? <laughs> Punches him down. Yeah. He's 21, but I'm still standing. Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. What else we got? <laughs> okay, what, talking points. Let me, There's a lot of red okay. on my paper. Let Let me ask you this: What's the possibility of eventually having uh, Robert Downey Jr. coming back? Zero. In some form, either a hologram or um, oh. video messages, or or whatever the case may be. Uh, a video message is fine, but but the character should stay in the ground, dead. Yeah. Yeah. So there's because there's a thing in the comics where at one point he actually creates artificial intelligence where there's an Iron Man suit without a head and like there's a hologram of Tony as a head mm-hmm. for the It lessens suit. the sacrifice if you bring you know when they when Agents of Shield the show first started a lot of mm-hmm. people were bitching like dude Coulson you know he sacrificed he gave his life and it meant something and it mm-hmm. and that lost all of its weight we just bring him back and put him in a new show. Uh, no, it, it would totally rob him of, of the fact that he gave his life for the whole world and everything. Leave him, okay. leave him be. Okay. All right. I just wanted to throw that, that question out, too. All right. Um, going back to the Bucky and, and Winter Soldier, do you think it's it's almost got me intrigued for this TV show? Oh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? I, I, is that going to be like some kind of like buddy cop mm-hmm. type show with them, too? What? Wait, what? You hear about the TV show? There's a TV he doesn't show. Have Facebook, Twitter, or anything. He doesn't. Know. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I for don't... the the Disney Plus app that's coming out in December. It's a it's a live action show called yeah. 
Falcon with, and Winter with Anthony Soldier. Mackie and so- yeah. yeah, and that's the best title they could come up with. Sure. How um, about? Oh no, I got a worse one. Did you hear about WandaVision? That sounds awesome. Is Elizabeth, <laughs> is Elizabeth Olsen in it? Yeah. Okay, I'm yeah. I'm on board. Six <laughs> six ninety nine a month. <laughs> no, I, I I love Elizabeth Olsen and I I, I like Wanda. She's yeah. pretty she's pretty you know everybody's talking about like Cap or uh, Captain Marvel and Thor who's the strongest Avenger. I don't know, man. Wanda is pretty. She was the only person who managed to to hold Thanos completely like ah immobile like yeah. great hmm. make it rain kill half my troops because she's ripping his armor. She's she was holding him back in Infinity War mm-hmm. while blowing up an Infinity Stone. She might be the strongest yeah. Avenger, man. Yeah. yeah, but she would never fight Captain Marvel because girl power, and we can't have them, you know, pulling hair and scratching. Oh, they're women; they'll fight eventually. Because <laughs> that's how women fight, I guess. Oh god, that's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else from Endgame that uh, you know? Hawkeye's yeah. hair was only the second worst hair in the movie. Uh, brand new Captain Marvels was bad. I get that it's the book; <laughs> she wears the short hair, but it was it was so like. We're going to change her. Do you like her now? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay, I got one last... Well, if we had nothing else. I've been saving this one last talking point. Okay. Okay. It's going to take a... Uh, you got to give me a minute here. You got to hear me out. This is my biggest question of the movie. <clears throat> After the time jump, the five-year time jump, not the many other time jumps in the movie, <laughs> wouldn't the Earth be thriving... I mean, everybody would have a bigger house with a huge backyard now. You know, a nice car. You know, I, I drive a motherfucking Honda that my sister sold me. In this world, I'd be driving a Porsche. Or at least, at the very least, a brand new Honda. You know, no more sold out <laughs> movies. No more having to, to, to wait for a table at the Sizzler. You know, I get Clint being pissed <laughs> off. He lost his whole Sizzler. family. But Tony... He got to keep his girl, and he got to keep his best friend. He got to have a kid. He's doing fine. I think a lot of other people might be doing just fine. You know, what mm-hmm. if a woman had, like, an abusive husband? You know, what if the husband from Sleeping with the Enemy got snapped away, and she was now free? What if Trump got snapped away? What if Kim Kardashian got snapped away? You know, terrible and useless people. All those kids in the starving countries, there's half less mouths to feed. You know what that means? It means twice as much food. There is a silver lining to this world that this movie is just not showing us. And I think five years is enough time to sort of pick up the pieces and and embrace this brand Mm. new opportunity that this now world has. Because it's true. It's it's an overpopulated world. And all the Avengers really accomplish is re-overburdening our world with finite resources with billions more people that we can't handle. The Avengers, I think, are the villain. I think... (laughs) I tried spending most of the um, Infinity War episode trying to convince Travis that Thanos was actually not the villain of the movie. And I think the first 20 minutes of Endgame proved it because the Thanos from Infinity War wasn't looking for a fight. He was just trying to gather the stones. And once he gathered the stones, he did what he promised he was going to do. And after that, he was done. He didn't try to go back to kill any of the Avengers that were still awake or alive. He went. He retired and did his own thing. I got to give him that. You know, when, and, he, when he's and, fighting Tony, he even says, like, you've earned my respect. He doesn't yeah. Yeah. keep trying to kill him. You know, he's. I'm not trying to fight you. I'm not trying to kill you. I'm just after some stones here, man. And... He destroyed the stones because he said they're too powerful. His to job be in was existence. done. Yeah, yeah, he didn't need them anymore. He didn't want to be teased or right. tested, so he destroyed it. He didn't kill Quill either. After Quill almost killed uh, Gamora in the first uh, in that last Avengers, yeah. so 
He's right. <laughs> Bandana guy is right. He is, he was, Thanos he was, is not yeah, the villain he goes, here. I, he says, "I hope the world will remember you, Stark. I I respect you, Stark. He, mm. You know, it was very um uh uh, uh, uh he, was very, he was magnanimous. He was he was a very mm. magnanimous yeah. guy uh to to Tony and to everybody else who was there fighting. Even when everybody's bum rushing in when he's trying to get that last stone, he's not killing them. He could just evaporate them, but he just knocks them out the way because right. I'm not at, yeah. I'm not trying to kill people here." I'm just trying to get that one stone over there. You want to stand in my way? Okay, one way or another, you're going to get out of my way, but I'm not going to kill yeah. you over it. And this, and, and this movie, Thanos, granted, it's a younger Thanos. Younger by Thanos. a few years, but, but, he's, but he seems like a lot more vicious, like more... Because more... he knows what happens. And because... No, 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 and before he... that, the first time we see Thanos, he comes down, he's got the armor, he's got blood all over his, yeah. his whatever the weapon that was. and uh, So he's a lot more... Um, hungrier to fight yeah than what we saw yeah. in infinity War. and then he knows that these that these people are a threat so he's not sparing them he's wiping out everybody yeah do you think maybe um, wielding the greatest power of the universe granted him some form of enlightenment maturity out of you know i don't know possibly yeah maybe he knows the responsibility that he's wielding in his hand and it sort of like mellowed him out a little bit yeah. another comic book callback when thanos is actually in the garden and mm-hmm. he's picking fruit, and he's just sitting there. He's actually fucking Thanos is cooking. Yeah, that's when they <laughs> seasoning <laughs> fruit, pot, fire. Like yeah, he, he's. I think he like, used too much salt, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little more rosemary, but still, like he did what he said he was going to do, and that's all he wanted to do. Yeah, and and, and to, uh, X to your, you know, what you just said, you know, I I, I kind of mentioned a little bit earlier uh, when I said I kind of want to see more of this world mm-hmm. after this five year jump. I kind of want to see where. How it all transformed because you know that had to have a big effect on everybody, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, Thanos. Yeah, Thanos could have been right. I guess. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we only got like a couple glimpses at this new world, which is uh, uh, Paul Rudd, Ant Man, wandering the streets, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know, there's a bunch of abandoned cars, and it looks like a shitty neighborhood, and yeah. the kids riding the bike, and and they're like, "Hey, what happened here?" And the kids like, <sighs> or something like that. He doesn't even answer him or something, and. Uh, and then we, and then the uh, the support group that I guess five years later people are still like needing to talk to their feelings about like what happened and stuff. And somehow the psychiatrist psychologist who was originally supposed to examine Bucky and Winter Soldier, who Zemo killed, is now in this survival's guilt meeting with Captain America. Ah, just kidding. I mean, it's Joe Russo, one of the film's yeah. directors. He's the guy. And you know what? He's not a bad actor. And the one of the the. Uh, the bald guy who was like, I think he was director. He's that's actually Jim Starlin who created Thanos. He created he Thanos, wrote, yeah. He wrote, he wrote all that. <laughs> yeah. So that was a nice little wink and a nod, I guess. You know, one but of I, your two hundred thirty-seven Easter eggs, yeah. right? <laughs> but I thought Joe Russo did a really good job, and it's kind of funny that the director is like, you know what? I'm going to put it all on me to describe how sad this new world is. Mm-hmm. Granted, once you think about it for a couple minutes, or I guess if you're a cynical bastard like me, you think this should be an awesome world. Everybody's dead. <laughs> you know, I just see opportunity. You know what? If, if like Walking Dead, I would be the Negan. I'd be the guy who saw opportunity in mass death. <laughs> but uh, why was it so desolate? You know, because they. I think the scene kind of reflected everyone else. Nobody wanted to accept that fact because they didn't get to choose it. Yeah. So instead of moving on and working to actually make better with what you have, they were just mopey about it. And I like Thanos' reaction to that when he figures out 
that they didn't. They can't move on. You can't move. People can't move on because of the devastation of what happened. That I'll just wipe everybody out. out. Yeah. That's when he kind of switched to villain Delicious. gear. Yeah. yeah, to villain gear on that one. Well, they painted it as a dark world, not a Thor the Dark World, but just a desolate Earth because otherwise the Avengers would have no motivation to yeah. avenge. You yeah. know, Wanda, you know, uh, Scar Joe is like, I'm eating peanut butter jelly and I'm so depressed because I just can't. It's been five fucking years. Get over it. It's been five years and I can't move on, you know. She even I, I asked Cap, do we need to avenge? There's nothing left to avenge. Do we still need to be doing this? Even like, Cap was, was like, mo- I saw some humpback whales. Like, nature is balancing, is, is, is becoming imbalanced as all things should be. And she's like, don't even tell me there's a silver lining to this. I'm like, shut up. Let him talk. He's way older than sandwich. you. <laughs> <laughs> and make me one. <laughs> is anybody going to eat that? Go find me a soul stew. Uh, that was funny when Scott was like, is anybody eating this sandwich? I'm so hungry. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, as much as I'm shooting this movie, I had a great time and I, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed the hell out of it. But, uh, you know, th- this is how super nerds like show their love for, for a, properties is they poke holes and, and rip it to shit mm-hmm. <laughs> which is sad <laughs> that this is the world we live in but yeah so i'll, I'll ask you this thing because of what you just said is it a is it a good movie from start to finish or is it a good movie because there's scenes in there that you're going to remember 10 years 20 years from now yes on the latter question uh yes there were there are scenes that were that were great there were scenes that were built up over a period of 10 years mm-hmm. of course i'll remember them in 10 years from now uh, start to finish, it was enjoyable from start to finish. It's just when my nerd brain starts getting overworked and has that, you know, uh, uh, Thanos is not the only one burdened with knowledge. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of shit about movies and comics and stuff, and I start overthinking things. And, uh, you know, I, I would love to get the perspective of as what you would call a casual viewer, somebody who only knows these as movies. Yeah. Um, who's not a big movie. I would love to hear what they think about this for all, for all I know, this is their citizen Kane. Um, you know, but you know, time travel and 22 movies of interconnectivity. It's, it's a lot to manage and it's a lot to wrap all up and, and tie off every loose thread. And it's, you know, and, and while still trying to not do a disservice to the movie itself, like don't lose track of the plot just because you're trying to tie up a loose plot end from three movies ago or something, you know, Mm -hmm. stay focused on this plot. If something comes along that happens to tie it off. Great. And I think this movie did a pretty good job. I never really Mm -hmm. felt at any moment that they were going off just for the sake of one good thing about this being the last one is I never felt that they were going off on a tangent to set up a new movie, Mm -hmm. something that, that the MCU occasionally suffers from ever since Iron Man two, you know, like we got to set up this new movie, this new franchise. Let's take a, let's take a 10 minute detour to do like a backdoor pilot for this new franchise. This movie never suffered from that. And I appreciate that. Plus with half the movie, half the cast snapped, it, 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 it trimmed the fat and you were allowed to focus more on the characters we were given. And it didn't feel as crowded as infinity war did. Infinity war had every character and we had to give them all their lines and all their plot and every character arc. And I mean, obviously not really, but this one was like, See, this is what I'm talking about, the benefit of having half of your fat gone, you know? Half of the world gone, half of the cast gone. You get to focus <laughs> on the core group. And uh, this movie, I think, benefited from only being able to focus on the... And even then, I still felt shortchanged. <laughs> yeah. But uh, this this movie definitely has some benefits over Infinity War. 
by only by not having to focus on 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 Quill and on and on all the other people we lost, Spidey and all that kind of stuff. And and that goes back to Infinity War when after the the snap happened, um, and we I mean come on you, you you noticed it at the end of the last movie oh it's all the original Avengers that survived pretty much coincidentally um, where and in this movie it paid that I think that kind of paid off because like you were saying X it's just like you you kind of trim the fat on the team itself on the roster so you have that the the original team pretty much. Going back and seeing the original team back in the first Avengers movie, you know. They use that same money shot, that circling. Yeah. Dun, dun, yeah. Dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think it was it was cool that we started with this team and we ended with this team. And it was not weird, but like um, after the after when my drive home after the first time I saw it, I was like, wow, it's like I kind of feel like I didn't really see a whole lot of the, the newer characters like the, the Falcon and the, the Black Panther and all they they were there, but because there was in that one big epic battle scene, it doesn't feel like everybody had to get their shit in. Get, yeah, get their shit in and is take up too much of everybody's time. It was just, it might have felt rushed a little bit. Like, oh hey there's that dude. Oh hey there's that dude. Hey there's you know so it was that kind of thing. But um it was just kind of weird that uh, the new the new cast the new crew, I guess, didn't get you know. That it's much. almost like Kill Bill one and two, whereas Kill Bill one has like a heavy on the action, whereas Kill Bill two slows down a little bit and deals in more like character Story. moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and this kind of same and, thing. and closures, closures. I do. That, that was one thing I, I don't think I mentioned about some of the things I liked about this movie was the I think story wise from a story perspective, I think they did good on closure, um, especially for the the main three: Thor, Iron Man, and. Uh, the, the, the captain cap. cap so like you know iron man he got his closure like he and by that i mean he was you know every ever well that too but beside like ever since avengers one he's had that ptsd of of the invasion and Alien. what he saw out there and everything else that's been following him it's been haunting him ever since even to the infinity war fight we actually finally met thanos you know mm-hmm. and then this time he was able to save everyone Stepped the fingers, and he he was the one that ended it all. So he got his closure. Not only that, he was able to actually get closure with his his dad. Also, he's able to say thank you for to his dad. So all his storyline, I thought, closed out really good. Not um, to mention teaching his, his dad, teaching him even in time that that he, that he was wrong because Iron Man's original motive was I'm not fucking traveling in time. I got what I want. Fuck y'all. Yeah. And he and all that plus the, 20, the, the the all the movies into him being the one that sacrifices himself yeah. when he's the the billionaire playboy that wants everything his way. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we have that. We have Thor. Even though I didn't care too much for the the big Lebowski aspect, I thought the joke kind of played us. You know what? Whenever towards the, the they're setting up for the the final battle, and you got the two the hammers, mm-hmm. and he like powered up. He got the suit and everything, and his beard all got all braided up and his hair. Yeah, and his hair. I was like. I wonder if he like he got. I wanted him to get like, like in shape to like a something. girdle at least. Something. Well, something. I was just kind of like maybe he got into shape also, but no, he was still fat. I thought when he first summoned the lightning and he was like, like I thought his body might just like yeah. get sexy or yeah. something. Yeah. Okay. But, all right. Cool. I was the only one that thought that. Okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, sexy. Besides, well, <laughs> come on, it's Chris Hemsworth. No. Uh, <laughs> but um, I wouldn't kick him out of bed. <laughs> so dad bods are in now by the way trap yeah so that's yeah. why fat lebowski works um so he got his closure with his mom mm-hmm. which i thought it was kind of weird that he was 
not weird, but like when he said mom, because I thought it's usually mother or something more formal, but the fact that he called her mom. Um, he's domesticated. He's been on Earth now. Yeah. Um, but and he got to say goodbye to her. He's been Fortnite for years. He, he's, yeah. he's down with the Earth lingo. Yeah, true. By the so, way, did you know that that's what he was playing? Yeah. They said it, right? Fortnite. Do you I don't know think if they said it, but I it's a game, yeah. I mean, I just I've I've read a few things. See. They keep saying he plays Fortnite. I don't know what Fortnite is, but they keep saying like Thor plays Fortnite, and I don't know. It's I a battle know. royale game. Yeah. It's a game. I don't care. I don't play it. I mean, I'd have heard I don't of know. it. But... Yeah, in um, case anybody so, didn't know, anyway. that's what he was playing. So yeah, he um, yeah. So he got the closure with his mom, and then his when I say his closure is also with his story of he's not burdened anymore. He got that burden off. He has. Because he, he was so worried about his purpose. You know, his purpose was he had to fight Thanos. He had to kill Thanos. He had to save the day. He had to go for the head. All this other stuff. Now, he had the weapon made specifically to kill him. Yeah. Start being who you are, not who you're supposed to be. Exactly. You know, and now he's that learned effect, that yeah. over the years. He gave the reins to uh, Valkyrie. And now he's doing his own thing with the Guardians. So, um, so that is that. And then Cap got his closure with, you know, being able to go back and get a, have a life. <laughs> Should have made uh, Korg with... king of the Asgardians, right? That's what I'm Korg saying. Korg would have been better, <laughs> or Meek. Meek. <laughs> Fucking make Meek king of the Asgardians. <laughs> I'm not uh, okay. Okay, really quick. Are you psyched about if the if the next Guardians movie, which apparently Disney uh, they made James Gunn eat some crow and they brought James Gunn back, mm-hmm. he's now going to be the red director of Guardians three. Right. I guess Thor is now just a part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you psyched that now Thor is part of the Guardians? Sure. If that's if that's what it takes to keep him on, I'm I'm all for it. You don't think so? You don't, I, what about, I hated Thor as part of the Guardians in Infinity War. I thought really? he was being an asshole. I mean, well, Quill was kind of funny the way he was responding. Like, He's trying to copy me. Like I thought that was funny, but I thought it. I've never seen Thor be so much of an asshole as he was when with the Guardians. Like I'm taking your ship. I'm taking your food. Listen, morons. I'm. T- he was being condescending. And he was being an asshole, and he was usurping Quill. He was talking to his woman in front of him. And then he does the exact same thing in this movie. He's he's giving Quill shit, usurping his power, his position. Quill's giving you a home, and you're going to give the guy shit. It made Thor seem... It's hard for me to find humor in people being assholes. I've mm-hmm. noticed this as I've gotten older. A lot of comedy shows love to milk this gag, and it just... I, I hate it. I want to smack that character. So I get why a lot of people would like it. Uh, you know, you look at shows like you know, Big Bang Theory. It's a terrible show, but it's the biggest one, and the main character is basically an asshole to everybody in the show, and that's yeah. funny. Ha ha! He's being a dick to everybody. That's funny. So I get why people would like it. It just it pissed me off, and I'm not looking forward to it. If it's if it's like a two hour movie of him being a dick, yeah, it's gonna wear off pretty fast. But I think I don't know. I think they could play off well with each other maybe? I think for me I'm already excited for the next Guardians if the if the bonus footage from Guardians Volume 2 if they're if, they're, if this is a story of the Guardians against or discovering Adam Warlock whether Thor's there or not I'm already excited for this next Guardians movie yeah so maybe this Guardians movie Thor's the Thor's kind of the crutch that brings the team back together or something because you need you, you, there's more than one thread that that's always hanging around all these movies and then, so just Guardians with Adam Warlock by itself might not be enough. Maybe they needed to add Well, here's the thing, because um, going in, I already had in my mind that, because, um, you know, word got out a while back that, you know, contracts were ending. Tony, this is the last one for Tony. This is the last one for Cap. But Thor was kind of a question mark. and um, I knew it wouldn't be the last one for him. Because Chris Hemsworth, 
I love the guy. I think he's talented. Mm-hmm. I think he's funny. I think he's charming. But he has yet to prove himself as a bankable box office star outside of the MCU. I mean, if you look at every yeah. ever since Thor one, when that was like his big break, you look at the movies he's done, and he's headlined a lot of movies. And you know, Rush, uh, a Formula Un movie. <laughs> That directed by Ron Howard. Great movie. Which I liked I fucking, it a lot. It's one of my favorites. I don't and give a fuck about racing. I'm an F1 guy. Yeah, <laughs> but I <laughs> like I'm that a, movie. I'm a racing fan. Yeah. Nobody saw right. it. He did okay. another movie, In the Heart of the Sea. Spider-Man was in that one. It was like a like the true story behind movie Dick. Ron Howard directed it again. Nobody saw it. They lost money. Blackout. Uh, and the worst part is, if Men in Black International succeeds, it's not going to be because of Chris Hemsworth. It's because Men in Black's already an established brand. Yeah, it's so yeah, you can't count you, you can't count that one if he gets a win on that. And then it'd be like, ooh, Thor and Valkyrie together again, yay, because that worked out so well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Ghostbusters, uh, Red Dawn, that would that remake that sucked. Ugh, uh, yeah. Twelve, did you see Twelve Strong, the no. true story of the horse soldiers of nine eleven oh, or some shit like that? No. Nobody saw. English did accent. you see Black Hat, directed by Michael no, Mann? Did. He plays. Yeah. Nobody's see. He just keeps. Losing money when he's the leading man, anything where he's not playing. Using Ghostbusters. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and and now he's he's gonna play Terry Boella, Bo Boella, Terry Boella in this movie. I don't know um, how to pronounce his character who he's playing. He's talking about Hulk Hogan. Hogan. Yes, yeah. Terry Boella. <laughs> oh, do you guys know who this is? Yeah, kind of sorry. He's been cast as this Terry Boella man. Uh, do you think yeah. that's gonna do anything? Any business? I, I heard I heard he was playing Hulk Hogan, and I was like, him? Yeah. Like I just it was weird. Like, I don't know. Like I like I like Chris Hemsworth, but I can't picture him playing Hulk Hogan. I don't mm. know. It's weird. Huh. Well, well, then who else would you? Besides guess? wrestling, besides the the, no the last couple know. of wrestling <laughs> movies, they haven't been movies that you would want to watch. Like that, I I don't think just to get off on a quick thirty second tangent, wrestling movies that you see at the theater are not a full representation of what pro wrestling is. No shit. The last the movie with the Rock directed with the fighting with my family. I've never I never have any intentions of watching that movie. The Rock you directed know? that? No, I think he just produced it or produced it. Oh, okay. I was gonna it. say yeah. like I was and he's in it movie. of course. And yeah, you would think I... with the Rock on it, you would make a hundred thousand dollars every hour, and that didn't happen either. I think there's some so... Rock fatigue going on in Hollywood, but that's just me. Yeah. But... Uh, well, I think Hobbs and Shaw will prove you wrong. Um, you think so? You think that's going to do good? Of course it's going to do good. Ooh. But how much of that is The Rock and how much of that is Jason Statham? The Rock. It's going to be The Rock. It's gonna do it. <laughs> I think that... The thing... I like Jason Statham, but he's not a, he's not a main to, movie star. To tie off X's question, I've said it more than once that now that we've had these Avengers movies, we can't have solo movies anymore. Ragnarok had Hulk, Homecoming had Iron Man, and the fact that we're going to have Guardians with Thor, that just makes it even better. Like, these movies from here on out, like, if the next Captain Marvel movie has to have someone recognizable that we know, whether it's a new Avenger that was made through Endgame or a classic Avenger that we've seen for the past 21 movies. You mean like Harley? (laughs) 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 Yeah, fuck him. (laughs) Anyway, you know the one guy you knew the first time you saw him. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Anything else? Do you know how I? Do you know? Do you know why Chris loves Harley? Because they're connected. It's a line from Iron Man Three. Never mind. <laughs> I only saw that movie once. What the fuck? Oh, you only saw I don't believe one, you. But you recognize that I one kid from that one movie you saw once. Liar. No, I don't believe you. 
mentiroso. <laughs> he's either lying that he's only seen it once, or he's lying that he recognized the kid from one show. Both. And if he did, it means he pays really close attention to little kids when he's watching them in movies. Which, <laughs> you know what? I'll buy it. He looks like the kind of guy who, who focuses on the little boys <laughs> when he watches Don't turn that on me. He's making fun of you, fool. Don't fucking like him about his opinion. <laughs> anyway. By the way, just while we're talking about little kids, fuck little kids and fuck people who bring little kids to movies. Okay. Yes. I was in the movie. There was a guy who completely wasn't where I thought it was going. The row behind (laughs) me when I said fuck little kids. I'm sorry to disappoint you. That's not what I was going. No, I thought we were going to still keep complaining about the handicapped kid from Shazam because you complained about him through the whole fucking last episode. Why would I always wait start talking about Shazam? But. I, okay, so the person behind me and then, like, to the right of me had this crying baby who thought, when the kid's crying, I'll just stand up and hold the crying baby because that makes him less noisy. And he he was – and every once in a while, he would walk him down to the – to the you know, down the stairs, around the corner. So he'd be crying in the corner, but he's still fucking crying. And eventually – somebody was like talking shit to him is like get rid of your crying baby he's like what the fuck motherfucker these guys started getting into a fight in the movie when uh when thor is saying when they're arguing over like who's gonna wield the gauntlet and, and hulk is like i'll do it and thor is like i'll do it maybe i'm guessing how that scene goes i don't know because there was these two fucking cholos in the aisle of my movie it's like come on bitch do something bitch blah 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 and everybody's yelling take it outside and blah, 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 blah. i totally missed that scene because i had just these fucking cabrones what showing how big their dicks are in the movie thinking anybody thought they were tough you're just ruining the movie for everybody oh but the crying kids fuck them and for people who change their kids diapers and leave them in the parking lot fuck you too uh because like right after this movie there was a diaper in the parking lot and i was in a whole fuck kids movie not not i need to come up with it that was a whole i hate little kids uh you know, if you want to have kids, great. More power to you. Just don't bring them to the movies. Nobody likes you. Nobody wants you there. I'm going to say it. Because they cry and they make noise. It's a three-hour movie. Your kid can't stay quiet for three hours. No. So. So fuck you. And, and all you people who buy fucking candy in plastic wrappers, fuck you too. Okay? They're like. <laughs> <laughs> all throughout the movie opening their fucking Twizzlers. Fuck you too. You go to hell. You go to hell and you die! <laughs> do it during action scenes if you have to where it's just blowing up so I don't have to hear that shit. Don't do it when people are trying to explain what's going on in the movie. How about I, just I, open your candy before the movie starts? Yeah! So it's open. And you don't have to fucking fiddle with it. Use a fucking one of your brain cells. Turn the brightness on your phone to... Okay, I'm sorry. I just like... It was Avengers, you know? It was the biggest movie event of a long time and... I wasn't going to see it soon, but Travis says, do you want to do an episode about it? I'm like, fine, I'll see it within like four, four or five days. And even though I went on a weekday, it was still sold out and mm-hmm. I was, it was, and you still had to deal with all the fucking people and, and, and I saw it on the South side of San Antonio and the people, well, <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not going to slag on my own town. <laughs> Cheers. Okay. Uh. All in all. Great time, so many great moments. There was times I was laughing, I was crying, I, I, I ran the gamut of emotions. It's a great time. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Russos are great filmmakers. Mm-hmm. You, ha- They had every resource at their disposal. They had all the budget, they had all the cast, they had the tools, they had the talent. Of course, it was a great movie. I just poked a lot of holes in it, made a lot of fun of it, but uh, it's, it's a great movie, and I loved it. 
How many times did you cry during this movie? I you lost admi- count. You have admitted on the Logan podcast that you, you cut up a little bit towards the end. How many times did you cry in this movie? Eh, probably once or twice. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Probably twice. Yeah. Yeah. Me, probably like six or seven. <laughs> Everything else, I was kind of I was holding back as much as I could. <laughs> I have my sister next to me. I don't want her to think I'm a, I'm a pussy. <laughs> you know, one thing I liked about this, and I said the same thing in uh, last week's Game of Thrones, was that there was no death rattle or no last words for any of the characters who died. They just died. Mm-hmm. Tony, he, you know, he was obviously hurt, and she, and you know, Pepper's like you can rest and everything, but he didn't have like you know. Tell Morgan I love her. Tell, I am Iron Man. No last word. He just died, mm-hmm. and that was better, you know. And it was funny that like like uh, Rhodey is like Tony, are you okay? And then Spidey, his war comes up, and he's like Tony, are you okay? And then Gwyneth Paltrow comes up, and she kind of like shoves Peter to the side, like okay, <laughs> yeah. you had your Get you had me. your two three minutes. I'm his wife. I'm gonna be the one he dies to. You know, it was so clearly trying to like get out of the way, kid. <laughs> she should have blasted him. <laughs> yeah, then he would have blasted her because who knows what tricks that suit has up his sleeve it's but, still in uh, kill mode yeah i thought I, I did like the kill mode so it turns out that spider-man far from home is a spoiler by its very existence right is it still taking place after yeah in game they, they it has to be yeah. well you said in an old episode you thought that the bus that he was riding on in fantasy war was them coming back from no because he says to tony he goes what are you doing here kid when he shows up he goes like i was on a field trip to the to, to, to the MoMA or something. Museum yeah. of Modern Arts. So he wasn't coming back from a field trip. But mm-hmm. isn't it convenient that every single one of Spidey's buddies, I'm assuming, also happen to get snapped away and are yeah. now the exact same age so we don't lose his fucking fat Hawaiian friend or we don't lose MJ <laughs> slash not MJ or, or Indian Flash yeah. or any of the other annoying kids from that movie? Thank God. Thank God. This was your chance to write out all the annoying kids from Spider-Man Homecoming, but no, we're stuck with them for another movie. Yeah. At least. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe yeah. Jake, maybe Jake and, Gyllenhaal and the Russos, will snap all their faces off. They, yeah, right. Um, and the Russos did say that technically Endgame isn't the last movie. Uh, Far From Home is going to be the last movie of the Infinity Saga. Maybe it's, maybe they're storyline-wise, they'll be tying up some loose ends or something. Maybe I think they'll be addressing wise, the Spider-Man world. Spider-Man needs a vacation. Like how the world is adjusted to yeah. everyone coming back. Yeah. And then once that's been addressed, every movie will be like, it's just regular world. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, sort of the way Ant-Man and Wasp was like technically, the or Ant-Man was technically the last movie after phase three. Phase and you're like, you're like, why do you want to end it with Ant-Man? It was like a random movie to end it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess Far From Home was like a random movie. Yeah. Um, I did want to pose a question here. This isn't about Endgame more. Uh, this is just about the MCU itself. Is the MCU the greatest film franchise ever? Damn it. I crumpled up my notes already to do that crinkly twister gag. Uh. <laughs> Think about it, man. We've had, we've had huge franchises like your Star Wars and your Harry Potters and things like that, which... Um, it, it draws a lot of, uh, I guess, fans and just worldwide uh, awareness, things like that. But like MCU is like a generational thing by this point. You know, I would say um, uh, short answer yes with an if, long answer no with a but. With a but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I mean, because th- this is a difficult thing. Because what the MCU has done, what it has accomplished, mm-hmm. what it is today has never been done ever. Twenty-two interconnected movies over eleven years. I mean, how can you compare that to any other franchise? You can't. Yeah. I mean, the thing that comes maybe the closest is the James Bond franchise, and and the James Bond franchise has had like twenty-five movies over like like fifty years or something. And with like five this different next James Bonds, twenty fifth. Yeah. Unless you unless you count Never Say Never Again, which some people don't. I think, <laughs> I think that's the the asterisk on that one. But I mean, it's it's not. I don't know if it's the best, but it's definitely accomplished the most as far as interconnectivity mm-hmm. and and building off one another and 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 uh, marketing synergy and things like that. Does that mean that they're the best? I don't know, but it's like they're the first. In so many things, and that's the thing. But about- would the success, would the success of this franchise dictate that it is the greatest, though? Even though it is kind of an experiment, and it, it, it it's well, by that it is the first of its time. But how it's- how much money has Transformers franchise made? Billions and billions of dollars. No, not nearly does as much. It's, no. do, yeah, but just over like five movies, right? How many billions? With, with does that, that mean the franchise is a great franchise? The Transformers is a great franchise. No, because but it made it's- money. This, well, that's why money's, think, part, money's, money's a part of it, though. I don't think so. Money's well, a big. With that rationale, would Star Wars have been the best one if Star Wars had twenty five movies in the last twenty five years? I think that's. I think that's why I think Star Wars. Last Jedi was a steaming pile of shit. I <laughs> hate that movie. Money. Yeah. And it made like a billion dollars, maybe. I don't even know. But I don't think box office is any indication of quality. I would think it's some... any indication at all, or maybe some indication. Not all of it. No, no. I I would have to rank Star Wars as the number one because of the time, because there was so much time in between the trilogies for a generation to watch it, to soak it in, to reflect on it, to pass it down to the next generation. When that second trilogy came out, even though some of it might not have been as good as the rest of it, but then when they grew up and they were able to soak that all in, and so they could take their kids to see this trilogy that's going on right now. We there's a, at to this point, I think the last maybe three years, there's been so many Marvel movies being churned out by the by the by Disney because profits, because quarterly margins, and all this shit. That there's a lot that you don't get to soak in. Let alone a movie like Endgame or a movie like Infinity War, where you're cramming so much that so many little details that we would want are also left out. I think Star, I think Star Wars is the top one, but Avengers comes at, the whole MCU would come at a close second, from at least for me, regardless of money. Well, Star Wars is, a, and that's why I, if if M- the MCU isn't the the best end all franchise i would say star wars only because i'm thinking at this point these two are the ones that are like generational yeah. you know especially star wars is a generational thing but it's had time to be generational what's the mcu gonna be mm-hmm. you know in 10 years well, from now mcu ran what 11 years how long did harry yeah. potter take harry potter took a while harry potter's a pretty good franchise yeah but like but you don't read Harry Potter. Or I don't know. You don't it, like Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm missing out on. I mean, I'm sure yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, that's not your are, thing. Either that, books. That's that's a phenomenon in itself. But even then, with all I'm Ooh, just, Twilight, <laughs> with the seven Harry Potter, the seven Harry Potter movies, right? How long? Eight, eight, in seven books, between, eight movies. Yeah, eight movies. How many years between the first movie and the last one? 
one or two. Usually no, total. Maybe. Like, when did the first movie come out, and when did the last one end? Like, what uh, years? Uh, I don't have those figures. Yeah, that's uh, that's Pepper, kind of like the same uh, timeline of Marvel. Like, yeah. 11 years, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like a decade-ish. It's comparable yeah. to what Marvel accomplished. You say it's gen- you you say Marvel over eleven years is generational. Well, by that rationale, I think Harry Potter's generational. And I do con- and I do consider Harry Potter in that list of franchises. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, they're, I mean, they're still going. They did spinoffs. It's a Broadway play, and there are more books. And it's that, launched so, a yeah. brand new franchise, much like yeah. Star Wars has. Yeah, mm-hmm. the new franchise sucks, but yeah. <laughs> Johnny Depp looks like fucking retarded and and, and, and beast of it. Never mind, that's a whole other <laughs> issue. But I mean, fuck this new Harry Potter movies. <laughs> They're not even Harry Potter movies. He's not even born yeah. yet. Fuck those Newt Scamander movies. So you would count Twilight and Hunger Games and all that in this category, also? Honestly, no. You even kind of Transformers in, term, in terms of box office. Those made money. If it, Travis is counting this like box office, like that's his. Um, yeah. Well, I also stick. look at that's this... his yardstick of what's considered a successful thing. Is it's that's why I threw that's why throwing Transformers to throw you off, but you considered it fair game. Like because Transformers has made billions if we're also of dollars. Looking at success of a franchise. Yeah, I mean, money Wait. is part of the success. I, I mean, just make. You can have like you can have twenty movies and they all suck. That doesn't mean it's they're making. Big money. Bang Theory is the number one show on television. It's terrible, <laughs> but it's the number one comedy. You already said it. Yeah, but it's terrible. We're masochists sometimes. <laughs> we still watched all those bad Transformers movies <laughs> more than once. I'm programmed to. There you go. There you go. Um, I'll say fuck it. Sure, it's the best. Uh, movie movie per movie, I mean, there's only a handful of, of what I would call bad Marvel movies mm-hmm. where I, I like I didn't I actually didn't even really like that one. Like maybe Thor Dark World, Iron Man Two. I mean out of twenty two I, I could count on one hand how many how many I think are not that good. Most of them are pretty good. Some of them are really good. I think quality wise, yeah, they tend to stay really high above the water and they're pretty they're pretty damn good movies. And that's but the, you that's add the, the point you add the connectivity, the fact that they get A-list cast, they have right. great special effects. They're they tend to be groundbreaking in what they're doing. You know, this is the first time I've ever seen this, first time I've ever seen mm-hmm. this. They're always breaking ground on new things. Uh yeah. I'll say it's the best. Sure. I would think that there are more casual people that don't know what the MCU is. There's more of those people than there are more casual people about Star Wars because of my argument earlier. Oh, my dad watched Star Wars. My grandpa's got the VHS of Star Wars. We don't have all that time of my dad or my grandpa took me to watch this movie when I was such and such. I didn't hear it for this long. Well, then that means Star Wars is the oldest franchise. Doesn't mean it's the best. Yeah. (laughs) That's not an indication of quality (laughs) either. The fact that it's old. But, but, by that rationale, Star Trek is better than Star Wars because it's older. We don't have we don't have enough time to prove if Marvel could last that long because we're already getting super we're we're already getting to that point where we're going to get superhero fatigue. So uh, is Star Wars is Marvel going to last this? twenty thirty years? 
How yeah. long has the term superhero fatigue been? That superhero around? fatigue thing. That's that's yeah. People have been saying that for a while. But that's the again. That goes back to what they're doing in this whole MCU thing. Is they always try to change up the the genre just a little bit. Uh, every yeah. every so often, I mean, they, they twist it up to make it fre- a little bit more fresh. Look at Homecoming. And, that was a teen movie targeted at kids yeah. because they're trying to get in that new generation of viewers. They're they're playing the long game. Yeah. I didn't even really like Homecoming to be honest. I liked. I like the character of Spider-Man. Some. I think Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man. Do I think Homecoming is his best Spider-Man movie? No, be- I didn't. Uh, but all the teen shit, yeah, I could have gone without that, but that's because I'm an old, sad bastard. But they're trying, as you like to say, that wasn't made for me. They were trying to get the younger, they were pulling the younger demographic because those are the kids who are going to stick with them for the next 10 years when Spider-Man is going to be married to MJ and things like that down the line. He's gonna be the next Tony Stark. Fuck yeah. this Captain Marvel's the new No, I think I think it should fall on Spidey's shoulders. He's the future I of the Spidey, MCU. And I, we know he's got those strong shoulders because he lifted that whole fucking concrete shit. Because right? he's fucking strong. Yeah. I think what did Captain got, Marvel do. I've got Spidey leading the young Avengers. Start a whole different thing. I the next question I was gonna ask was how do you top this? Like, how do you go to to phase four, possibly phase five? Keeping the anticipation for everything up here where you left it after Endgame and Infinity War. I was going to actually pose this question at our live recording, but... Uh, well, here's a sampler. Yeah. <laughs> Are you still going to... Do you Now that this first whole Infinity Saga is over, is there less interest for you now? Now that they concluded this story with the original cast... Do you think I I don't know? Do you think there's gonna be some drop off after this is over and they go on to like your Captain Marvels and your no Black uh, Widow's dead? I'm all on board. I want to know what's gonna happen. <laughs> this is a post Black Widow world. Sign me up. Until she's her. back to life, then you're out. <laughs> I'm so is that a prequel movie? It could be. It could be. Yeah. Who gives yeah. a shit? <laughs> now that we know her plot again. Solo, like who gives a shit about prequel stories? That never makes the characters seem better. Literally in their backstory. No, Why just, do you want definitely a wasn't Solo. <laughs> yeah. Or Captain Marvel. <laughs> it definitely wasn't Phantom Menace. It definitely wasn't. Nobody likes backstories. I could put up a fight for episode three, but that would be another conversation for another day. If they recast Black Widow get a younger actress and it's like a like a early black widow origin mm-hmm. story young black widow young hawkeye uh, mm-hmm. maybe maybe that would intrigue me yeah this is gonna sound like a cop-out i would be more only because you're more, copying out yeah i would be more enthusiastic of a phase four with the properties that they have not that with that they've teased us with so far because it's fresh to me for example i've already seen x3 i'm not gonna go watch dark phoenix We've already had two different versions of Fantastic, so why bother again to reboot to reboot the Fantastic Four? Hugh Jackman be Marvel doing Hugh, it, yeah. But again, <laughs> which means it'll be done right. Yeah, I've already had Hugh Jackman's my Wolverine. I'm, if Fantastic so, was good, then maybe you could say, yeah, I don't need a new one because I got this good one. But the thing is, they have sucked. So you want to see it? Why are you going to go see this new one that Marvel does? Because they'll finally do it right. That's why you're going to go see it. Yeah, you got to clean the palate. I mean, are, are you are you content with Fan Four Stick and being like, I saw it, I'm good, no. I don't need any more. I mean, no, I would be content with 
New Avengers, or I would be content with As Guardians of the Galaxy, or I'd be content with um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. So maybe a fan four stick wasn't a good example. Of your no, okay, it was not, it was not, no. but you just want to see maybe changes to the the norm. Yeah, what, like As Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Okay, new team ups and new characters mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, instead of established people that we're bringing back just because oh we can do it right. I've already had. 15 years of x-men i've already had all these versions of fantastic four give me eternals give me give me other stuff give just we're getting dr strange (laughs) 2 fuck you too um what are we talking about how can it top this oh yeah um i don't maybe it's because they haven't really revealed a whole lot that's kind of that's coming up but i don't know what to look forward to well in terms of scale like like I said, how many fucking characters are in this? No, they can't top it. But like I said, that's not an indication of quality. We uh, before we even start recording, or maybe it was early in the show, we sort of compared Winter Soldier to Infinity War, and we were like, that's a toss up, which is better. Mm-hmm. Infinity War had like five MCU characters in it compared. I'm sorry, Civil War had five. Fucking Winter Soldier had like five <laughs> characters compared to Infinity War, which had like thirty. Yeah, and we were yeah. still like, which one is better? Because it's it doesn't matter how much you throw at the screen. It's about do you have a good script? Do you have a good story? Things like that. So can they top this? Sure, if you got a good story, you could you could make a better movie with just like three MCU characters if you if you got a good story, good a good writer and director behind it. I'm optimistic, and and Marvel has a pretty good track record about hiring, you know, James Gunn, Taika Waititi, mm-hmm. guys who you might not think could handle these giant movies, but they but they're clever guys who make small clever movies with a vision, and 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 those are two really good examples. Joss Whedon even, and mm-hmm. Marvel has a pretty good track record. Uh, yeah. uh, Feige, he's got a good eye for talent. He's like the anti Kathleen Kennedy. Who likes to micro? Who only gets <laughs> directors that she can micromanage? Who will do whatever she says? I mean, it's the opposite. And then blame and you, them. And you, and yeah, and then you see how those two franchises have gone. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm hopeful that the, that they'll continue to to make good movies, maybe on a smaller scale for a little while until they build up these new secondary characters, and then they'll bring all them together. Yeah. And I did think I saw. It, one of these many interviews that they've been doing lately, I think one of the Russos or maybe it was Feige himself has said they're going to take a break from the movies for right now. Like they're going to slow back the scale back. So on, it's not one every three months. Yeah. <laughs> that's why we only have news of Spider-Man and then maybe Dr. Strange. Yeah. And is Black that Panther, it? That's, I think. That's, Guardians that's, 3. But yeah, but that's we not still, still need until next year. Two before we get Guardians 3. Yeah. 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 No, Guardians 3 is not going to start filming until next year sometime. Yeah. yeah. So we have ways to way to go before we have a full slate of anything after yeah. this. So I, you know, I mentioned maybe earlier, they're scared of superhero fatigue, uh, or maybe they need it all on the app. Well, that's where all the TV shows are going, yeah. and that's where. So we have uh, Bucky and Winter Soldier. That TV show we got One Division. We have I mean, the Loki Winter Soldier and Falcon. What did I say? You said Bucky and Winter Soldier. That's the same. Oh one. shit! <laughs> Winter Soldier and Falcon. Yeah. Yeah. One um, division. Yeah. So we, we have these characters yeah. still continuing on um, in TV form. So I'm down for that. Yeah. Um, but uh, and it's gonna be interesting to see how they intermix with the actual movies themselves. And Agents of Shield. And they announced Ghost Rider. Yeah. On Hulu. But they don't really do anything with them, so I don't care. Mm. Um, yeah. I got one last question about the movie. Okay. Totally, <laughs> we have been talking about. That. So, is is the Hulk now like permanently 
Chris Elliott from Scary Movie 2. <laughs> like, is that his thing now? Like, ooh, like his hand. Because, like, Hulk has no, got, he like, heal. healing powers on par with Wolverine. And I thought when he got, like, burned up the arm, he'd come back. Right. But down the line, he's still got his little bitty arm and the sling and shit. I'm going like, to I'm gonna say now? that... Uh, he's no. healing. Yeah, I'm going to say he's healing. Because the funeral couldn't have been that much longer after yeah. everything happened. He's so. like, I mean, Hulk heals, like... like Hulk heals like Wolverine, I'm saying. He, he's got like... But his arm got in- fucked up with that <laughs> Infinity Gauntlet, though. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I was just wondering if, oh, like, if, that's, the, if this that's is a Hulk. Negative. What? That's a negative in the movie. That we started Infinity War with Hulk getting his ass handed to by Thanos one-on-one without the stones. Yeah. And we never got Hulk-Thanos rematch. Oh, you wanted to see the rematch. I wanted to see the rematch. Hmm. Or him a part of... Thor, Iron Man, Cat. I mean, we didn't get a lot of rematches. Like, in the big end battle, which is great... Uh, who Who's the telekinetic guy? Ebony Maw? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, after Thanos, he's probably the biggest gun. What did he even do in the fight? Other than be like, Master, they're taking off. Or We didn't see him at all in the fight. Shouldn't him and Doctor Strange have gone at it? I mean, he kicked mm-hmm. Doctor Strange's ass in the last movie. That's the young Ebony Maw in this battle scene. But Doctor Strange remembers getting his ass kicked, so wouldn't he have wanted a little bit of payback? Or would he be one of the few people capable of taking down this guy who could just like just smash dozens of Wakandans at once with his mind? Like I said, he's probably the biggest gun after Thanos, and we never even saw him in the fight. True. I, but but to be fair, I didn't care about him during that fight. <laughs> I was just more to be honest, all on. the other children of Thanos in the fight, like we show that they're alive now, but we yeah. didn't really see them in the fight at all. No, no. We just when they first showed up, and that was about it, yeah. And then when they got dusted, in the background where Thanos' army is getting dusted, um, Proxima Midnight and another member of the Black Order, which I didn't realize until after the fact that in the in the stories that they're married, like Proxima Midnight is kneeling down on her fallen on her fallen love, and they're, as they're getting dusted. But I didn't see much of them fight either. It was just yeah. They showed they got up a little short change in Infinity War. Like like they are the, like we know that Nebula and Gamora are Thanos's daughters and all that, and all right. those other four people. They're like we're the children of Thanos, but we never showed any moments where he even cared about any of them. Mm-hmm. And the, yeah. the, this would have been a like moment to show, like, these are also my kids. Like, because this is what Thanos does. He goes to all these different planets and collects Adopts. children. <laughs> and ad- He's like the Angelina Jolie of space, you know? He gets kids from all these different nationalities and shit and takes them and raises them and stuff. And th- they they could have addressed that, like, as they're dying or something. He could have been like, no, like my son or something. But, uh, yeah, eh. all we got was that he cares about Gamora. And not Nebula. <laughs> that's like the only kid he likes. For anyone that stuck around from the beginning of the podcast, did we ever answer that question? How what? Iron Man played a pickpocket and got all the gems? Stones? Oh, no. He's just good at that close-up street magic, man. <laughs> yeah. That's he all he has. Vi- He's Tony Stark, I guess. He could do anything. <laughs> oh. Maybe. Mag- it's, it's the- Magnets, bitch. No. It's, it's the- <laughs> Maybe he was learning it. So so he could play a game with his daughter, like, ooh, what's that behind your ear? Ooh, it's a quarter. I don't know. <laughs> it was the nanotech. Uh, I, yeah. yeah I, it was the nanotech. Damn, that was a cute kid. Yeah, um, yeah I uh, going back to when I was bringing up, thinking about the whole generational thing and which franchise is the best, this and that. You know, I work with a couple of young guys, you know, they're like 19, 20, whatever. They literally said they don't know what to do with themselves. 
after Endgame. Like, because this is, yeah, I think this, to them, to them, they've been, they've been around as long as... Darth (laughs) Vader's dead to them. Yeah, like, who's that? Like, (laughs) but it's, it's for, you know, a millennial or someone, young 20s or in their teens, the MCU, they've they've, they've been around their whole life. Yeah. And now if the Endgame... They'll tell their kids... Dude, I remember when it was in phase one and two. You just showed up for phase 11. <laughs> That's how it's going to be. Phase yeah. 11. Gosh, can you imagine? Yeah. It lasts that fucking long. It's like a TV show in theaters is how I think of it. Yeah. Every phase like, it's season a soap of a show. opera that never ends. Yeah. It's like, it's barely just it's days of our lives four. for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the CW. Never, they don't know when to pull the plug. <laughs> but in a good way, because the MCU is good. Yeah, right. Yeah. I was going to say, do you think MCU should pull the plug? <laughs> Call it a day? <laughs> yeah, that's a bad analogy, actually. <laughs> yeah, <very bad. laughs> all right. Uh, I think that's all I got from my notes. Um, I was going to mention some things about all these records that it broke, but I mean, honestly, yeah. It's, it's all of them? Like the, yeah, pretty much. It broke, like, <laughs> it broke all the records all the in records. record time, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah 1.2 billion be... dollars in the first weekend. Good God almighty. But uh, anyway, domestically, do you think it beats back Black Panther? Eventually, I think it does. Depends how much of a drop off we get next week or two. Because nobody was anticipating Black Panther the way they were anticipating this. And the thing about theaters is they were shifting movies to make room for Avengers Endgame. They were cutting showings of other movies to make room for Endgame because they knew this was going to be a phenomenon. Nobody was anticipating Black Panther was going to be a phenomenon. Would Black Panther have made more money if they had 20 showings a day? 7 a.m. showings, 8 a.m. showings during sure. the week? Sure. I mean, yeah. Because that's, <laughs> that's just more money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I went to the theater, like on the little marquee on this where I had all the times. So it was like Avengers and nothing but times. Like, there's nothing else playing. I was like, God damn. They really, they, Disney, yeah. like, actually rented out theaters. It was like Avengers, 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 contractually obligated Captain Marvel. Because Disney made them, like, you cannot cut Captain Marvel. You have to keep it in theaters. Well, it's like last year, Black Panther was still playing. Why do they want, why are they protecting that movie so much? Why are they going, bending over, why is Disney going out of their way, bending backwards to protect that movie so much? No, they did the same thing. What he just said, they did the same thing last year with Black Panther. Black Panther was still in the theater when uh, Infinity War first came out. That movie, but I mean, like movie, you know, usually movies are getting Rotten Tomatoes like to cut things to cut advance uh, a rating systems and all that kind for Captain Marvel, all the kind of stuff that they were doing. It's in Brie Larson's contract. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no bad reviews, or I go home and cry. Yeah, I think um, it was a solo thing. I just yeah. think I, I think they couldn't afford that chick in their armor. They had to say that MCU is just infallible. No, yeah. maybe. I don't know if Disney would be. I don't Whatever. So, um, <laughs> yes, this, this, the hugest that. corporation in the world. Yeah, they would never do anything untoward. Of course not. No. They don't need to. $1.2 billion for this movie. Dude, you don't get to be the biggest corporation in the world without knowing how to, you know, quietly cut a few throats here and there. Back in the day, I'm like, they don't need to do it now. That's my point. This, oh. this full franchise has made so much money. Your naivete is refreshing, you can, Travis. You can always make more money, Travis. Okay. How many billion dollar franchise? How many better. billion dollar movies have been inside this one this one franchise? Oh, that's right. Money doesn't matter. Sorry. Yes, and they should just be content with just that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, did you mark off all your notes, X, or you got more? 
Um, no, I think I did a pretty good job. Uh, check. I, I just see a lot of wrinkles. It. Oh, you can see the check marks, right? Yeah, I I, I was checking stuff off. And our listeners can't see nothing. Most of my talking points done. That last thing doesn't count. Time heist. They should just call this Avengers Time Heist. Just get it over with. That was the first, that was the that was the initial draft uh, title before they said it was in game. I just wanted two minutes of Lewis explaining the whole like eleven years before we got to Endgame. Who's yeah, Lewis? Dustin. Yeah, the Mexican from the Ant Man movies that would always describe. Oh, is that his name? Yeah. Oh, Luis. Yeah, Luis. Yeah. And this fucker called him Lewis. No wonder I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> you Michael Pena? You know what we. <laughs> yeah. So this one time we were back in time, right? And I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, that would have been great. <laughs> what about the uh, Stanley cameo? The last it one. It was apparently. fine. Like it would have been a fine cameo in any other movie, but because this was mm. the last one, it was like. I mean, I know you guys couldn't predict it; he would have died and made it the best cameo ever. I hate to say it, but. The fact that when I saw Captain Marvel and, and we had already lost Stan Lee, the fact that it was Stan Lee playing actual Stan Lee felt like a great cap to his, to his cameos. Whereas mm-hmm. this is just a random guy yelling like, like you damn hippies or, or whatever. Yeah, I was like, oh, I mean, that was fine, but that's going to be the last one. And it was like, eh, compared to the last one we just got where he played himself reading Marvel. Yeah, for script. what... For all you know, besides what you think about Captain Marvel the film, that little in- the Marvel logo intro with all the Stan Lees and then him in the movie, yeah, I think you're right. I think that would have been a nice little send off, like the last little end all of of Stan Lee cameos. I might be a little biased, but I think um, there's there's there was already a Stan Lee cameo that that neither one of them topped. I think I I still have in high regard my favorite uh, Stan Lee cameo I'm right to hear now. What gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> so right, far, speak my, on it, son. My favorite, yeah, it's uh, his cameo in Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I haven't seen that. Oh, and they're making fun of me. You need to go watch it. <laughs> uh, yes, I am making fun of you because you haven't seen Back to the Future. I haven't seen a movie that barely left theaters. So yes, we are making fun of you. You were made to be made fun of. <laughs> it's Back to the fucking future. <sighs> Never mind. There's three of them. Which one should I watch that doesn't suck? I'm not answering that. that. There's note. no answer to that. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> <not> answer. <laughs> that just says you haven't seen the movies. Okay. Uh, okay. Are we done? Is that it? Is that uh, anything else that uh, we there was about? two people from community in this? We got Shirley. We got uh, uh, Jang, Jang, Chang. Mm-hmm. So that adds Abed and uh, the Dean. So there's like four community players in this MCU. Oh, universe. I forgot Dean was. I forgot the Dean was in one movie. Yeah, <laughs> the Dean but was I didn't in. Uh, yeah, Iron Man, Civil War. No, I Civil think. War, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Civil War. Abe was in Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. and this movie gave us Chang and Shirley, and then Jeff was in Spider Man Two, sort of. He was the bank guy, and uh, when Aunt May was is he? like, at least we get the free toaster. He was the guy oh, in the right. bank when oh, when Doc Ock. Right. Yeah, but yeah well, I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of people from community, but just. 
because the Russos right. started off from directing community. They love throwing community people in this, and this movie gave us two more yeah. communities. And then Shirley is she's like being a judgmental, talking about like there's these new people because she judges uh, Tony Stark on his uh, mm-hmm. his quote hippie beard. Mm-hmm. Is that even a hippie? I mean, that was some closely cropped, uh, cultivated. I mean, this is a Tony Stark beard. I never saw any hippies with a. I think he said sweet it was a ass beatnik. goatee it was like a beatnik that beard, right? Yeah. They said it's a beatnik beard, and then they asked, is it more BGs or Mungo Jerry? And she's like, oh, Mungo Jerry. That is not a Mungo Jerry beard. If anything, that is a literal opposite of what <laughs> Mungo Jerry had. Mungo Jerry was like, yeah. Wolverine looked at Mungo Jerry's mutton chops and was like, god damn. No, that was not a Mungo Jerry beard. So I had a little bit of an issue with that line. I, let's throw that in the negatives. Mungo Jerry, my ass. You don't know if Shirley. As a positive, I like the fact that he didn't give uh, Kim Jong any lines or Chang any lines. It's fine. I thought I just Shame. thought he was gonna. I just thought he was gonna uh, try to soak it up and just be a scene eater. I guess jump I out of the security office naked. Uh, yeah, yeah. I really, I really thought he was gonna do something stupid, and apparently he did have some lines, but they all, they cut them all out. Just <laughs> so we give any love to the real hero of the movie that that rat that ran across the time van and released Paul Rudd because otherwise, like none of this would happen. Was that the one? Was that the one in fourteen million six hundred and five chance that the rat would have let Paul Rudd out of the quantum verse, quantum realm? Um, that is a good question. Probably, yeah. And on that, I'm going to say we'll we'll leave the show with that question not being. (laughs) That's the the big question of the night. Yeah, Um, that's because quite honestly. Quite honestly, you you actually stumped me with the Infinity War thing, where Doctor Strange could have just used a time stone to just crank back before Quill fucked everything up. God, I hate that. I just want <laughs> I I want to yell at the TV. I almost broke it because I wanted to throw my remote at it. Oh, just makes me angry. Anger is uh, the blood. It gave me an ulcer watching that scene. <laughs> okay, all right. On that note, have we gone as long as the? Uh, Endgame film? I got about 10 minutes, give or take. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, before credits, yeah, we went long. Yeah, yeah, they had like 15 minutes of credits. True. So yeah. Okay, so that's, yeah. Uh, yeah I guess we, we can start wrapping it up here. So, uh, well, we made it. So, uh, the three of us all together. Yeah. This is fun. We're all still all right. alive. Yeah. Miracle. <laughs> <laughs> for now. All right. So, uh, for all the listeners that are still with us uh, who didn't uh, run away, uh, thank you for tuning into this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. And uh, what were your thoughts on Endgame? What did you think of it? Tell us uh, over on social media at facebook.com slash popculturerewind. Also on Twitter. And uh, shoot us an email, popculturerewind at gmail.com. Or hmm? tell us in person. Aha! Yes. Yeah. Common Palooza, May 11th, 4 p.m. Be there, right? Until they tell us that it's another time again. Like in 45 minutes from then. Yeah. We'll yeah. get the email. Hey, you're going on Monday. Wait, what? <laughs> 6 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> no, I quit. Okay. So, uh, thank you to X. Thank you to Chris. It was fun. But uh, until next time, always remember to pop your culture. I love you, 2000.
Oof. great send off <laughs> when he says that to her. That oh, it's so cute. I wouldn't even mind having kids if I had like a guarantee it'd come out like as cute as that kid. <laughs> or even even Peanut from Ant Man, she's a cute kid too. I was about to say, yeah, got a pretty. Uh, they got some cute. They don't use kids as much, but uh, well, the ones I take they it do back. Aren't the, annoying, you know. The, well, I take it back because there's that little walk. bastard from Iron Man Three. Yeah, he's a fuck fucker. Yeah. yeah, he's a little, he's a little fucker. Yeah, I certainly wouldn't recognize. <laughs> so, him if so I, I guess what him. we're trying to say is that they have a bad track record picking boys. They have a good track record picking girls. No, well, because he was a little older. Well, shit, he was probably the same age as Peanut, right? No, maybe. Because mm-hmm. like you're cute up to wow. a certain age, and then when you hit like your tweens, you're then fucked. you're just yeah. then you're just an annoying kid. Yeah, yeah. But when you're a little kid and you're cute, like Morgan or Peanut, Cassie. I was like, I know she has a name. <laughs> <laughs> so did Judy Greer and Bobby Cannavale her her parents get snapped? Do you think Ant Man's wife? Maybe because it seems like Cassie's there by herself, right? Yeah, right. She was living alone. Yeah. yeah. And when I first saw the mo- the first movie, the kid that stops out on the bicycle and looks around, I wonder why they like stopped on him for a while. Like the camera was like on the kid's like, face. Who is him? Right? Was he supposed to be somebody? We're supposed to recognize him. I don't. I didn't. You recognize him right off the bat from. Oh, I know exactly. You pay very attention. Was. You play very close attention, to little boys. Did you know who that was? Did you recognize that little boy, no, Chris? I didn't. No. <laughs> okay. Sure. There was never one night. You pay fifty dollars to uh, okay, fine. So we don't know who that little boy was. I think it was just a guy, but he's like, "What happened here?" It was just weird, right? It was like yeah. a weird, like yeah. Can't answer I him. Know. I don't know. That's what I'm saying, dude. It's like this is like it was almost damn near like a post-apocalyptic world that Ant Man's walking through. Yeah, but it's been five years. Like, you, how we we would have gotten our shit together. I think so. We would have gathered all our shit, put it in a box, could have gotten it together. We've got our shit together. You just got to get it together. Get your shit together. <laughs> um, yeah, I like I said, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence about whether Thanos was the good guy or bad guy. Would I have had the guts to pull the trigger or, 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 do, or, or do the snap? Probably not. But once it would have happened, I would have been secretly like, okay. And if I happen to survive. Okay, yeah. all right. Half the people are gone. That means, you know, there's a lot of... Sh- there's a lot of free shit out there up for the taking, up for the grabs. <laughs> you know, a lot more food, a lot more. There's less waste, less carbon footprint, all these good things. The planet is in a good place now. Nobody wanted to make that decision, but we're here now, so let's make the best of it. Yeah. And instead, everybody's making the worst of it. Yeah. Yeah, because no one's got that um, that idea that, oh, hey, maybe we can go back in time and fix everything. No, nobody's thinking about that. So why that was would... never on the table. Yeah. So so why is all the heroes even still dragging ass? Yeah. Get your shit together! Eating peanut butter sandwiches. <clears throat> yeah, there's no way you can still main t- look like ScarJo and be like, I just eat peanut butter sandwiches for dinner. They should, <laughs> you know what? She should have been Lebowski Widow. She should have been all funny. fat. <laughs> Oh, Fat God. ScarJo, yeah. Oh, man. I wouldn't mind that. I don't mind a curve or two. Did they do any de aging on John Slattery to make him young Tony Stark and a young Howard Stark? Did they use any um, CGI, or is it just a wig and mustache? It didn't look. Actually... It, it didn't look so. like like uh, like CG. Yeah, there were a lot of close up looked... shots of him, and it looked 
They look clean. Yeah, I was wondering if they even just if they just let the wig do the work because we've only ever seen him jumping around timelines. Like we don't even have a good idea of what John Snyder. Although he's been doing this since Iron Man two, so the actor yeah. has probably put on a few lines too. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe they did, and maybe they've gotten so good at it we just don't even notice. No, you noticed. You noticed the old Ant Man wasn't. I didn't notice it on Sam Jackson. That's true. When they did it in Captain Marvel, I swear, I, I, I mentioned in the show, I thought maybe they didn't even de-age him. I thought they just gave him a wig because it was so seamless. Maybe a little touch-up paint, that's about it. Yeah, maybe a little bit. I could tell a little bit on Coulson, but he wasn't on screen enough during Captain Marvel for me to notice. Like, they did a little bit on Coulson, but it wasn't, like, too bad, so bad that you could tell that it was bad. I didn't mind it. I think those are the you think they gave Thor that really long ass beard so they didn't have to hide the fact that he didn't actually have a double chin? Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like, well, how are we gonna make his face fat all the time? Just give him a really big beard, and there you go. Ah, nice, easy. <laughs> and then obviously he probably wore like one of them pregnancy suits <laughs> around the set. Probably, yeah. I'll give him credit that they kept him fat the whole movie. Like you said, I kept waiting for him to get like hot Back again. well at least if he does join Asgardians at least Quill will feel a little better about himself that he's no longer the god man you know do they keep Thor fat for that well since I'm assuming in between that Thor I mean that that, uh, Quill did actually buy a Bowflex and that Thor is going to be working (laughs) out with that Bowflex and he's going to get back in shape he picked one up after after ending. yeah. While he was on Earth, he's like, yeah. "Well, I'm here." He's gonna go on Craigslist and get a Bowflex. <laughs> I used to own a Bowflex. What are you doing here, Quill? I'm waiting for a guy named Craig. He's got a list, <laughs> and he's got a Bowflex on it. <laughs> Probably a Bowflex. That really is a funny dated reference when you think. Yeah. You forget how old Bowflexes mm-hmm. are. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna see Chuck Norris, old ass Chuck Norris, hawking that one shit, and be like, "What happened to Chuck Norris? <laughs> he's so old." <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he hasn't. He's still got all of his hair and beard, and is still all conveniently still red. Chuck Norris hasn't aged a day in thirty years. What do you What do you think of those in credits? The um, with them like signing their names and everything. Did you, I don't know. Uh, oh, with the original Avengers giving their autograph, it reminded me a lot of a uh, uh, Star Trek: The Undiscovered Country, which was the last of the original Star Trek movies, and it ended with every character's. Their signature going across the screen and zoom, then like going into hyperspace and zooming out and and it built up. You know, it ended with Leonard Nimoy and then finally William Shatner giving the signature. It was just like that. Was so it was you, fine? You I just, think that was, I was like getting, an homage to that or something? Or? I just think it's a good idea, and it's like, well, if somebody did it first. Well, fuck, it's still a good idea. Let's just do it. <laughs> yeah, it was neat, but. Uh... I'm just pissed at that because I really had to pee by the end of this credits, and I'm like, <laughs> "Fuck!" I waited. For, I waited okay, question. Credits. So, you didn't pee the whole movie? Uh-huh. Oh, I I didn't. Like, I was I had lunch, but I was literally sipping the water, like just a little bit. To, like, <laughs> like, I didn't want any water in me. I, I I really wanted to power through, and I couldn't do it. It was like two hours and ten minutes, and I knew like this next last hour is gonna be like the money hour. Yeah. I was like, "Fuck it." And I, I, I went to pee. I, for, I forget the scene, but it was like a talking scene. I had to do it. I couldn't. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't have the stamina to last a full three hours. I, I bar- man, dude, I barely read that shit. I, was like, I had to. I had to blow like my load after hour. two hours. Yeah, the last hour I was like, man, uh, should I go? 
Oh, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. That's the thing. I didn't want to spend the climax just constantly tapping my foot the whole time. I wanted to yeah. relax and enjoy that last bit. So I was like, "Fuck yeah. it, I'll just go." Just Chris, go. Did you, did you have to go? Or did you? No, Chris. Did you power through? I, I stayed. He just I, pissed his I pants. I stayed. And I had a few. I had that Avengers collector icy thing. That you I, peed in? No. You pissed in your cup? Nah, I could have. Nah, I would have, wouldn't be surprised if people did, but I didn't. I I stayed through the end. I went right to the bathroom though. <laughs> I would have, but the theater is like those big ass seats with the recliners. Like there's no, and then there's it's like a few feet till the next row. Like back in the old days when it's crowded, you could get away with peeing in a bottle. <laughs> but now that it's so wide and open, everybody could see your shit and. I didn't want to start a riot while the ladies run out to the theater holding their pussies going, ah, when they see my shit. So, yeah. I can't follow that. On that note. <laughs> Keep it classy. Yeah. You stay classy, San Antonio. Go fuck yourself. That was wonderful! Bravo! I loved that! Oh, it was great! Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, yeah, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful! I was terrible! Get him away! Hey, boo! Boo!